This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Bolton. Did I say you could stop? Uh, coming up on the show today at 2.30 we have Johnny Laby from Strictly Ballroom, the musical, colon, the musical, in the studio. Nope, still nothing from that. Then at 3 o'clock we have actor Jonathan Coy from Drought for One, he's also in the studio. Don't know what that is. Play. Play. Then at 3.30, we have Actor Brenna War. War? Wow. I'd say war like Evelyn War. war right? Yeah, isn't yeah. it? Uh, from ITV's Unforgotten in the mm-hmm. studio. Is that good? Big show, yeah, it's good. That's all the first series I liked it very much. You keep booking people from shows that you watch. I wouldn't book them from terrible shows, would I? Hang on a minute. <laughs> Come back. Yeah, yeah. But you say that. I know, I said that. That's not a binding you, you promise, say you I realise. wouldn't book people from terrible shows. I realise I, mean, I might have to retract that. Do I have to name names? No, please don't. Like, we've had good ones. Yeah, really good ones. But I you, can't you, think have, we've... you have booked shit ones in the past. I can't remember that any shit goes. What about that one that we had to pull the show? Because she got oh, all yeah, asked yeah. about it. Well, I mean, the thing is, she wasn't a shit guest. She was actually a good guest, but well, post-interview... Well, hang on. From what I, told, what I saw of a, the other day on an interview that I saw her oh, on, right. um, the reason that interview was pulled is because she was utterly hypocritical in the interview that she did with me. Interesting. Yeah, really. Okay. Like, and it actually made me quite angry when, oh, I, when right, I saw okay. it. I was like, "You fucking hypocrite!" Okay. After what you said on my show, then made me pull the show. Mm. Absolutely hypocritical. Okay. All about body image stuff. It was fucking horrendous. Okay. But there we go. I won't. Don't panic. No, no, I'm, I'm I, not saying I actually she wasn't is, sweating because it's nice and cold. It's like um, I was really cross about it. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Okay. Like giving it high and mighty on this interview the other day. Right. Well, we were talking about sperm last week. Was it last week? Welcome to the show, by the way. Um, <laughs> we were, it was me, me and you were talking about sperm. Yeah, and well, we? we were saying, like, is sperm vegan or not? Uh, I sort um, of vaguely recall that. Do you, rem- do you recall these shows? Do I recall, after them? Re- recall them? Yeah. Into not, my not memory? Do you record them? <laughs> not do you tape them What do you home? mean, like, into my memory bank? Well, do you remember what we spoke about? I, I do. I would say, I really I'd don't. say from, like, last week, but if you were to say five weeks ago, I'd be like, oh, oh God, I can't remember who the guest is five weeks ago, or, you know. Well, you. 
call, well, you messaged me the other day about a guest saying, do, do I know yeah. this person? I was like, yeah, she came in. I have show. no, that's it, it's, it's a girl a that I was mm-hmm. seeing years and years ago. But a couple, she probably came in here a few years ago. It was my show. It was just me, though. It was my show. It wasn't Yeah, I don't know why. I, no, I don't know. She came in with a band. Mm-hmm. And all the way through the interview, it was like a bit sort of on edge because I think she thought I was going to bring up that we'd had a relationship. Oh, okay. But then she was sort of laughing about it. She brought it up herself later on. Right. I think I remember. But that, you know, it's a few years ago and I've met a few hundred people since then, That's at least. True. So I, um, I'm sure I'll recognise her when I see her again. You might not. Right. Maybe. Okay, we'll see. Anyway. It changes a look quite often. So Emma Wolf was in last week. Emma Wolf. She that was, was the, the, or- the uh, author. Yes. Yep. And so we were having a chat about whether or not sperm was considered to be vegan yeah, because right. it's from a human body and human body have meat. So is it meaty? Not meaty, but is it like not vegan? Well, no, it's a produce of an animal. Of an animal. Yeah, of an animal, right. Yeah, that, that's unarguable. And, uh, the, well, the PR list emailed and said... Her um, PR emailed? Yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me strap in for this. Is it bad? Well, I'm going to read it. And you know, I ha- when I have the email in, because it came up to Toby and I, and my first line was, hi, Toby. Toby's the ape assistant producer on the show. The um, yeah, he's the ape in the other room. The ape. Um, it said, just had a listen back. And then I thought, oh, God, OK, PR yeah. saying that. Thanks oh. for that. As an aside to... Uh, <laughs> Is that how you said it? Yeah. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> as an aside to settle one of the show's debates, sperm is considered vegan, as it's about consent. The, the guy is obviously consenting to give his sperm, whereas a cow is not happily giving you its hide to make a purse or saying, yeah, take that milk that was meant for my calf or what have you. Hope that clears it up, Brian and Nat. Uh, that's interesting. Hmm. That's, um... Is the guy always consenting there? Because I've been in situations where it's like... Someone sucked out your sperm. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, I have been in that situation. Consensually, yes. But I've been been in situations where it's not my intention to release my seed. Where have you released it? What do you mean? Well, where have you sprinkled it? Out the end of my cock lap. Yeah, but where? Into where? Garden? Well, when someone's been... No, when I've been with someone. Oh, and you were meant to... But I've been trying not to. Okay. So is that consensual? If you did, and you tried to, did she want you to? I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. It seemed seemed quite keen, but would that mean that um, I'd given consent? If I'm trying not to, right? Purely in the purpose of longevity, and you know the, you know, for to have a good afternoon, sure, <laughs> rather uh, than just a good lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice afternoon um, delight. Yeah. So would that be consensual um, or not? Or has she robbed me of my seat? I wouldn't say she's she's. I mean. <laughs> If she's lit- if she's held you down and yeah. completed you, yeah, yeah, then yeah. Um, with, and you're saying no, no, then obviously that's not consensual. In mm. fact, I believe that would be rape. But uh, uh, no, it'd be sexual assault. Sexual uh, no, assault. No, um, what's the? Mm. I, I forget. It wouldn't be assault. Sexual, whatever it would be. Right. But if you're like, Ooh. if it was John Beck, if John Beck kidnapped me, and let's be honest, there's a decent chance of this happening at some okay. at some point. All right. Yeah. And then just. Sucks hell out of me. Sucks which the hell again, out of you. Why is your sperm hell? Well, you know, I've got a slightly de- demonic thing. Hang on. Mm. Um, less than four minutes. This is Julie Prince and Infinite Hermit. That's my Twitter. I'm producing now. Are already talking about sperm. Lunch, anyone? Um, I'll tell you, liquid by the way, lunch, Julie. Julie liquid lunch, um, I, I didn't bring this up. No, I did, because I had an email from the PR. This was Nat. Couldn't wait. Couldn't well, wait. I just well, didn't want to forget. <laughs> sometimes the studio, start talking about sperm. Sometimes it's hard to squeeze things in on the show, yeah. and so I wanted yeah, to just get it... <laughs> I really, wanted to isn't just it? get it going. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so it is vegan. It's considered vegan. So if John Beck did, you know, kidnap me... What, is he a veggie? I don't know, but but it would be a non-vegan attack, wouldn't it? It'd be a meaty <laughs> that attack. That he'd be doing to me. It would a meaty be... attack. Yeah. I am um, sometimes waking a cold sweat thinking about John Beck giving me a meaty attack. <laughs> I do. I wonder how far my encouragement of it makes me complicit. 
Well, I mean, you're sort of suggesting now he should kidnap you, I think. You're no, putting no, it no, out I'm there, really, aren't no, you? I, I, and I don't consent to that. I really don't, okay, wa- I, I really don't wish on the e- either John Beck or any other human being to, to kidnap, kidnap me. And um, suck out your hellish spur. No, I don't want any sexual contact, again, without without mutual yeah, cool. consent. I think that's that's kind of normal. I don't well, think... this is what I'm trying to say yeah, to John. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to explain to oh, John. Oh, no. Just because it sounds fun doesn't yeah. mean that you can just do that. Unless you want to do, like, a, a sexy mock kidnapping, in which case, you know... That's... I don't. Well, I then don't. don't do it. But I'm no, saying if you did want to do it, it'd be fine, too. Would you um, be into that? Would that appeal to you? A sexy mock... Would with ha- someone you're in a relationship with or you're in a sexual, you know... You so mock with... kidnapping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, like, I don't want to go in the boot of a car. <laughs> well, like, well, you can put this in your rules. Oh, right, OK. Um, so where do you want to go in the kidnapping? You want to be chauffeur-driven? <laughs> I wouldn't mind. <laughs> to an old warehouse. I wouldn't mind to be in... A, an, I don't mind the back seat, but I wouldn't want to be in the boot. OK, so uh, bound, gagged and bound in a back seat. Not gagged, blindfolded. I mean, honestly, gagged would be the first thing I'd insist on if, in a sexual situation with you. Um, blindfolded, you want? I mean... Well, yeah, because if it's a kidnapping, I probably shouldn't see you yeah, taking but all me. Happens, oh, no, it, it, if you're blindfolded and bound but not gagged, all of this, this sexual scenario is going to consist of is you in the back seat going, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? No, I don't want to be uh, Where are we going? Where are we going? What are you going to do when we get there? What's going to happen? So can we just at least just put a soft gag Thank around your mouth? But it'd be better if he, he just wore a mask, maybe. Okay. Then I'm going to see but where I'm going. you're still going to talk, aren't you? It better not be to a travel you don't lodge. Want, you don't want this person ripping this mask off halfway through your little contrived scenario and going, fuck it, forget it, we're going home. <laughs> it can that's be anywhere, true. can't it, if you're blindfolded? It doesn't matter where you are if you're blindfolded. Um, yeah, that's true, but I'd kind of like to know what county I'm in. Stonehenge. I wouldn't mind that. It's take you to Stonehenge I'd in nice the dead t- of night. That'll be all right. I've had a nice time there before. Yeah, well, this is going to be, like, brutal time. Oh, I've touched... But enjoyable. What brutal? You can't, you can't lift the stones. No, I don't think anyone's going to lift the stones. I thought you meant they was like, going to hit me with one. This is this is my. Um, hang on, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to answer it. Hi, mate. Hey, man. How I'm, are you? I'm all right, but I'm live on the radio, so I've got to go. Okay, are you free? You, you're, you're also live on the radio as well, by the way. Oh, for fuck's sake! Sorry, sorry. It's all right, you can swear. It's fine. Um, I'll speak to you tomorrow. All right, mate. Bye. Bye. Is that John Beck arranging the kidnapping? No, that was the. Uh, What's his title again? Cinematographer. Cinematographer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Director of photography. Right. DOP. Uh, yeah, DOP. Yeah, it's totally that, yeah. It's been um, a while since I spoke to him, so oh. I forgot what he was called. Okay. Well, I know his name, but I mean his title. Alec um, Norton's tweeted in. Let's not, let's not get right. distracted here. We're, right. we're Sorry, doing Alec. your um, kidnap scenario. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, kidnap fantasy that you have. It's not really a fantasy. No, that's, what? that's what I'm asking you. No, have I had what? A fantasy about being kidnapped. I not, no, I don't know. But I've indulged people that have wanted that the other way around for me yeah. to kidnap them I can see I could keep it kill them no not no murder <laughs> Look, it's the, I've said no it's murder it's what they wanted it's what they wanted <laughs> I think I, hmm. um, no I uh, I understand it as a fantasy I get it but I wondered whether it would be something that you'd depends where I end up what kind of hotel it is again the the, this isn't what it's about is it I like, don't if, end if, up if, in if a garage uh, your, your fantasy isn't a kidnap fantasy yours is to go to a, like Champneys <laughs> Well, I tell you, I do have a thing about it because I don't think that's a fantasy. Oh, I don't no, know. I've never been yeah, to but that's not a kidnap fantasy, is it? You can't mm. go. Oh yeah, I'd love someone to kidnap me and take me to a posh hotel and treat me really nicely. Well, I have a slight fear of being blindfolded. Uh, <laughs> see, have you ever seen a film called The Vanishing? They did a remake of it. Was it was a, I think a really. Dutch film originally? And they did a remake with Jeff Bridges and Sandra Bullock. Okay. But spoiler, big spoiler. Okay. But it was out probably fifteen years ago. So that's not a spoiler. Um, I think everyone knows that. Right. So she, holy shit. The man's uh, What's wrong with people? The, These are all my friends, supposedly. Oh. The man's girlfriend disappears, and he doesn't ever know where she is. And then he finds the person who did it, and he goes, um, "The only way I'm going to tell you is um, 
you're going to have to trust me. And well, I'm going to show you exactly uh, how she disappeared. Then? Your tongue just fell out your mouth and you you, you struggled to speak it. for a second. You went, no, you did that. What was right. that? I don't know. But in the end, so the heat- Elf Lyons did that. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. When she was talking. Yeah, I, I, I saw it on Twitter, but there was no sound on the Yes, clip. I know that. Yeah, I saw that myself. Well, I actually saw it because I saw you saying probably better with sound this clip. It probably and is better with like, sound, though, isn't it? Probably most, well, not everything is silent. Silent films. If it had subtitles, then it'd be fine. But it didn't yeah, have anything. There was literally no, no clue as to what was happening in I that. I did clip. have to come in and speak to somebody about that. But they didn't fix it, did they? Uh, not that I no. I got in a mood and was like, "Well, you messed it up, haven't you?" So I'm quite curious to know what was on that clip. It was a good one. It was about um, Elf saying about that she she was masturbating. No, you were saying to Elf, masturbating a balloon, masturbating a balloon, yeah, masturbating a balloon. No, but she sort of said that the way you were squishing it, okay, that you were, okay, yeah. Oh, well, anyway, blindfold, blindfolding. So in this film, mm. he's like, "Yeah, I want to know what happened." The guy drugs him with something, blindfolds him, and then when he wakes up at the end of the film, he's in he's in a grave. He can't get out. That's the end of the film. He's dead. So I don't mm. want that to happen to me. No, well, that's not going to happen in this scenario. How do you know? It, Might go past because, the grave because it's fictional now, so I can decide what happens in it. Oh right, so I won't be in a grave. No, 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 no. In this scenario, whatever you want is what you get. Oh right, that's nice. Okay, <laughs> right. But it has to be a kidnapping scenario to apply to the conversation we're having. It can't, as I say, just be a nice weekend away, because that's an di- entirely different conversation. Can't I be kidnapped to Croatia? If you want. Yeah, I would like that, actually. For what? It's nice, though, isn't it? It's no, the kidnapping great. isn't so you get a cheap flight. It's, <laughs> the, the point of this is a sexual thing. Okay, okay. So let's confine this to a sexual... You're with a partner, right? Mm-hmm. It's a... Consensual We've discussed sexual it. fantasy. This is the thing that I'd like to do. Absolutely. Both yeah, of totally. us are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a surprise. Why can't I be the kidnapper? You can if you want to, Nat. Oh. Yeah, absolutely can. That's what I'm saying. This, this scenario can be whatever you want it to be. It's a lot of effort. I'd but rather... it can't be a lift to Croatia. It can't be right. that. Do you know what? It's a lot of effort to put it together. I'd rather be kidnapped, actually, than the kidnapper. So you'd rather actually be kidnapped? Yeah, well... <laughs> no, than no, think, I wouldn't. think of a fantasy. You'd rather no, just I'm put it in it. someone else's hands. I just can't be asked to do the one going around That's fine. scooping up him. Also fine. So what would, you, what would your scenario be? Uh, put me in... Fling me in the backseat of a car. <laughs> just fling you? What, through the window? Yeah. Well, then, where, where uh, are you? Where are you at the start of this scenario? Uh, I'm probably doing the washing up. Right. And you know it's going to happen by the in your, in your no, head. But no, I don't know when. Yeah, but in your head you know. Yeah, I know at some point it is. No, you've got, it's got to be safe. Probably better it's not in my flat, so it'll just be obvious it's him, wouldn't it? Well, I'd like the element of it might be a real kidnapping for a second. Oh, right. So, so what you want in your safe scenario of being kidnapped is a chance that you actually are being kidnapped yeah. by, so, by somebody else randomly. I'll do better acting. <laughs> don't have to act now. No, but I've got to act scared. No, you don't have to act because cause you would feel that yeah, because, that's because you enter into the scenario. Yeah. You don't have to act it. Oh, okay, no one's filming fine. this necessarily. No, no, but I can't be like in my kitchen and like, like oh God, well, who is this? A burglar? It's obviously going to be him, isn't it? <laughs> Unless it is actually a burglar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. I leave my. So what I do is I leave my door and windows open in case a real burglar wants to come in. Well, that wouldn't be a real burglary, would it? That'd just be trespassing. Walk in, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to plan this a bit better, yeah. I think. Oh, definitely. I didn't know we were going to talk about this. No, yeah. no, me, put... me either. Nah, I wasn't on the train thinking I know what Alaska. But how would you be kidnapped? I, it wouldn't be something that would appeal to me. But if it did. Really well, it's to hard me, to say it? that, isn't it? Because it wouldn't appeal to me. I don't really know what I would like because I wouldn't like, would you like it. I reckon that pulled out of your car. Pulled out of my car. Mm-hmm. Right, and then what? Beaten up by the sides of the road? No, then do, uh, put in a garage or something for a bit. Right, so you want me... Now, hang on, is this your fancy about what you want to happen to me? Is this what no, you no. want to do to me? No, I'm just thinking, like, where, what do you like? you like your car? I'm not... Like, I've not had much, like... 
experience of being submissive in a sexual way okay. in my life. I've had moments, but not like not particular. It's never been a thing in a relationship that where I've been the submissive person. Okay, well, I've been the dominant person. Yeah, yeah. At, at the other person's request, but I've not been um, submissive at all. Well, I've had like I've been like knocked about a bit in the bedroom. Been bruised. Cons- consensually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, like, well I'm, I'm sort of like... Oh, you got in, strangled once, in, didn't you? Cons- I beg your pardon? Didn't you say that once, that you got strangled? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Not sure you recall. said it on the show. You got choked or something. I don't think so. Who was that? I don't know, mate. I'm going to decide it's Nick Helm. No! No, I've decided it's Nick Helm. So it's I think not on Nick I mean, Helm I don't know if he has or hasn't choked. been. We've never discussed that. We haven't got around to that yet. Not. I, I thought... I've certainly had like hands around my neck and stuff in a, in a sexual situation. Oh, but oh I know what it was. You said you, you had a dream about Scarlett Johansson and she was choking you. That was it. You said that a while ago. Years ago. <laughs> I don't recall that Yeah, at all. yeah, you were really into her. But you said in your dream she kept like knocking you about and strangling, trying to kill you. Not kill you, a sexy killing, but... Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. That's I something do. I would remember. I, I know, do, clearly, yeah. it's, it's clearly gone in, hasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's really... Um, no, I've been bruised. I've had I've had a big bruise there. From a On my chest. What, a bite? There. No, from, like, fingers going in there. Ooh. It's my chest. I'm, that's, that's where I'm pointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, proper, like, digging in. Big bruise. Do you like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I like about it? What? Um, that it, you have the memory of it for a while afterwards. That every time you catch it, you go, ooh. ooh. And, it, and it hurts, but you're like, oh, I, rem- I remember where that was from. Yeah. It'd be different if I just knocked it with the spade. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, that would, be, that would be a different kind of wound, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But if, if, you've in, if, if you've experienced an injury in a sexual situation, I mean, not like snapping your cock no. or anything, but if you experience oh, a bit of bruising or whatever, then it's a, quite, a, quite a saucy thing for the yeah, following week. Yeah, like little... It doesn't matter what I was going to say. What we no, no. I mean, I was about to put a song on, but what were you going to say? No, I was just saying when you have like bruised thighs or whatever. Bruised thighs? Mm. Well, I've not, I've not had bruised thighs. Oh, okay. What, um, I don't think that's what you were going to say. What were you no, saying? No, it was, it was that. And then, like, yeah, that was that, that was that. What were you saying that? No, that was it, bruised and then, yeah. I think, I don't know what you're going to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite clear, Matt. It's quite clear. Look inside, look inside your tiny mind, then look a bit harder. God, this is a long fade, isn't it? It's a bit. Yeah. Louis couldn't write a whole song, so she just put a, a, a really long fade on it. A lot of people like a fade. I prefer not like an that. End. That was a stupid fade. A long, that was really, really? Long. yeah. That was really long. Yeah, I reckon that fade started about half a, half a minute into oh, it. Obviously, halfway through the half song. An hour, about half an hour. Th- um, um, I wish we could have that conversation we just had in the studio yeah, in real life, but we not. couldn't because I'd just get hiding, wouldn't I? Yeah, you would, yeah, so let's not do that. And so would Dodds by default. But let's look at Alec Norton. Let's not look at him, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Alec, I'm looking yeah, do you know at what? you. Let's do that for ten minutes. Where is he? Uh, he says, hi, Ian and Nat. Hello. Listening live again. Brackets, not redundant, just ill. I, oh, I, don't, I don't judge you if you are I redundant. Didn't, yeah, me neither, and I didn't assume that you were just because you were As listening. long as you're not redundant as a human being, you're never redundant. But I hope you feel better with whatever you have. Yeah, I hope you feel better as well, unless um, it's terminal, then you can't. Oh, oh, God. No, you can't, can you not? No, you can't. I know, you could feel better. You may not get oh, actually, better. No, you're you right. could feel you better. Probably, you probably could feel a bit better, but you think um, you'd always know that was looming. For sure, yeah. If it's the word terminal, but means it's it would for be. All, isn't it? We're all terminal. We're now. all we are all, all terminal. terminal. Um, anyway, um, talking to me. Uh, no, as Nat has <laughs> just said, she has memory banks and is fifty foot tall. Is she in fact the giant robot from the Beastie Boys intergalactic video? I am. That's correct. That. I am actually. And uh, do you know that I never come to like parties at food bar and that? Yeah. 
If you had a fancy dress party at Food mm. Bar at Christmas, would I be the robot? No, no, no. If, if you had this, here's my stipulation. Just, no, I don't do fancy dress. So. Yeah, but no, this and is what this I'm saying not, to you, though. Okay. If there was a fancy dress party and you promised me you would go as that robot, I would absolutely come to that party. Yeah, but fancy dress is like I would funny come to that for party and, and I minutes. would be in fancy dress, whatever you chose as well. So I could pick something. Yeah, for yeah, you. I would agree to that as long as you promised. And, and went through with it that you were dressed as that the Inscratzi robot. Oh, I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about what I'd like you to come out as yeah, then. Yeah, okay. All right, because what are we in now? July. Yeah. Oh, I've got a bit of time. It's a fucking brilliant tweet. Uh, Jonathan's <laughs> tweeted in about this, this kidnap scenario, and I said I wouldn't go in the boot, and yeah. he's gone like she could fit in the boot. <laughs> Don't say any more about it. That's perfect. That's a perfect top corner girl. That's absolutely perfect, Jonathan. And Julie Prunes. <laughs> like she could fit in a boot. <laughs> you wouldn't, though, would you? De- I fit it in boots. No, I mean, oh, I would you? <laughs> I don't think you would. I reckon I could. I think you'd be really uncomfortable. No, I'm going to try in the two-hour break before the next one. I'm going to go and try and get in a boot. God, the one day I don't bring my car down. <laughs> I, um, Not your boot. You'd go in my boot. My, I've got a big boot. Have you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've got a right. Jeep. Uh, Julie Prune says, for anyone not listening to FUBAR with Ian and Nat, the yeah. new term for a blowjob brackets to completion is now a hashtag meaty attack. <laughs> only in John Beck. Only in John Beck's scenario. Meaty attack. It's a John Beck meaty yeah, attack is, is the trademarked term. I don't know if you could say to someone, hey, I'd like, can you come over and meaty attack me tonight? That <laughs> it's going to be. I'm still loving it like you I know you are. The I know. Let's move on from that I one. like it. That's such a pithy tweet as yeah, well. Thanks, Jonathan. I'm, <laughs> so I'm going to say that. Never look at him. Let's have a look at Jonathan. Oh, there he is. He's my hero. My absolute uh, hero. Let's see. Let's see. Let's Followed by Barry from Watford. He follows everyone. Incident. Uh, <gasps> Don't, why are you being No, like I'm not. That? I like Jonathan. I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> he follows everyone. Duncan Jones. Fee Bar only followed me this morning. Did we? Yeah. Oh. I don't know what to say because that, so I, that wasn't not, me. Sorry. I'm, I'm fine. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't me. I've uh, blocked you again now. Don't worry. Have you blocked me? No. My, that's all you. He likes a retweet of you. Yeah. What's, uh, what's he retweeted? Edgar Wright, he likes him. He's going so fast. My Patreon page is a place where I just slip out the PowerPoint oh, movie yeah, yeah, poster yeah, put on the, the Friday. Yep, yeah, did that the um, other day. Edgar Wright, he says his telepathy seems to be on the blink. Right. Uh, who else is he? Doesn't give much away about himself, Jonathan. Duncan, Does he on his Twitter? Duncan Jones, he likes his work. Is there a bio? There wasn't a lot. Uh, how do you go back? Oh, yeah. The back button. <laughs> no, nothing, just Brighton. We know he's from Brighton. Jonathan, could you... um? Like, Who's he following? spruce up your Twitter page a bit for us. Let's have a look who he likes. Over the course of this show. Julie Prunes, he follows it. Oh, Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio, well, we all follow Ralph Macchio, don't we? Cal- Cobra Kai, <laughs> the TV series of the Karate Kid. Oh, he loves he loves Cobra Kai. He's following all these guys What's from that? the show. Is that a thing? It's the, it's the um, Karate Kid TV series. Is it? That sounds He follows good. The Big Breakfast. That's wow. Probably don't one tweet the, long One of their last tweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he follows me, Nerdist. Do you know that Barry was on The Big Breakfast? What? No, that's what Zig. He only told me recently. Um, what? Zig what? Zig and Zag. <laughs> he only told me recently. Did, what, what was he doing on that? I can't remember now. Dodds, oh, if you're listening, Barry, can please. you give me a quick shout? Um, 0330223 That's correct. Whoa, check me out. Oh. Um, Reese Jeer Smith, he likes it. I can't remember what it was. It was something to do with ghosts. Of course it was. But, how, was but what man, was, was Barry youngster. a comedian then? No. So did he. He was a child. I wonder how they found him. I've got a lot of questions about this. Because you know when you're booking guests, I've People been a guest me booker. That all the time. <laughs> but when you're being a guest booker, there will be like, oh, find me someone who's really into ghosts. But if yeah, Barry yeah. was a young in then, then how would they have found him? I was don't know. He... I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything. I can't, oh, rem- I can't remember what it was. All I remember was there was some fakery involved. That's what I remember. I remember him telling me that there was some fakery involved. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Skybeak. Amazing Sky.
Absolutely Sky amazing. Beak has just tweeted in about my kidnap, and it's um, and and a very short time photoshopped my face onto. Is that Gulliver? Yeah, being tied down by the Lilliputians. <laughs> do you know what I like about this? I've not even mentioned you being massive no, today. I this know. is all people doing it off their own back. John Beck says, "Ian, you are quite safe from a John Beck meaty attack. It's just too warm. I hear that. And Joe Robert Warris says, Cobra yeah. Kai is great. Finally, a Karate Kid sequel film from the true protagonist of the series. I've heard a lot about this because Mark Simmons, who does the show with Sean Walsh, mm. absolutely loves it and uh, goes on about it a lot. And that's the only reason. Says he would pay lots ten pound an episode for it. It's so good. So is it? Who's the main, who's the true protagonist of the zone? It's Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. But Ralph Macchio's in it. Is then it? he asked me to book bloody Playing Pat Morita and I looked up and dead. I was like, I know, that's why I said you just asked me to book a dead person. He went, a good producer would. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. <laughs> I was like, oh, um, Who does okay. Ralph Macchio play in it? Does he play yeah, he's, Daniel? I think he's the Pat Morita character. No, I don't mean he plays him, like a similar kind of I mean, he doesn't, wax on, wax off. He doesn't off. do the voice, does he? <laughs> That'd be awful. No, but you know, the I sense think, I although, they're called. Although I would also pay £10 an episode for that. To watch Ralph Macchio doing Pat Morita's voice. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know, Heavily Robert Wallace, do you watch it? You tell me, who does Ralph Macchio play in it? Well, this is what I'm asking you. Is is it a continuation of the actual Karate Kid story? So is Ralph Macchio still playing Daniel but much older? Or is he playing a completely different part? I believe he's playing... It'd be stupid to get Ralph You Macchio. believe anything, don't I you? I believe that he's playing... He's got to be playing the same character, right? It was, Not got be to stupid be, no. to get no, him None in. of the original Ghostbusters played the same character oh, in the yeah. Ghostbusters reboot, did they? they were, yeah, that's true. There was no Peter Venkman. No. But they were all in it. All the surviving ones Yeah, were true, it. true, true. Okay, well... Apart from Rick Moran, I said he didn't want to do it. Uh, oh, he doesn't really act anymore, does he? No, but he, do you know what? He does little bits and bobs every now and again. He does bits of, like, performance, and he does music and stuff like that. Oh, but I like it's him. heartbreaking, Rick Moranis' story, and it's really—I find it quite inspiring. Do you uh, know what actually I happened? No, why, I don't. Why he no. stopped? He was at the top of his game completely, and his mm. wife died. Right. And they just had, well, relative—they were young anyway. They had two kids. I think it was two kids. Again, I'll spare you the details because I don't know them. Yeah. But his children—he wanted to bring his children up, and he, and he was like, "This just isn't important enough. More important than my children." Mm. So he just turned his back completely on Hollywood and just didn't do anything. Anymore, and and maintains now he's got zero regrets as you as you shouldn't have as well. Mm, if you've done it, but I like that. I think that's quite quite a classy move. That I think maybe he was uh, an underrated actor because I watched Parenthood again recently, and he's brilliant. Oh, he's in fantastic, that. so good. But the thing is, though, there's too many people I think in the uh, business of entertainment or the artistic business or any business for that matter who literally fuck people off and fuck people over mm. for their career. Yeah, that happens so much. You know, you know, like it's more common than uncommon. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, I find it quite inspiring that just one person didn't just go, well, oh, and get a nanny. Get a nanny. Get a nanny. Oh, nanny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. There you go. Jonathan's back with Ralph. an updated post. Ralph is playing Daniel, and it's mostly from the perspective of William Zabka's Johnny. Daniel San definitely used an illegal move. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Also, Jonathan says. So updates. Well, let's just go slowly. Right. So Ralph Macho is playing, playing Daniel, who he played in the movies. Yeah, yeah. But it's from the perspective of Johnny, who was the guy in the uh, the other dojo, mm-hmm. the villainous one. Who's Daniel San? Daniel is Ralph Macchio. Oh, Daniel. Daniel San. He's called Daniel San. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a definitely move. used an illegal move. Okay. Well, Jonathan says he's updated his profile now. Um, yeah. Still staying under the radar. Cobra Kai is brilliant. William Zanka. Oh, now which is he? Zabka or Zanka? Ace. Well, they just said, uh, yeah. Is Ace? Good question. Blonde-haired villain from first film. Watch it. Um, I would. What's that on? If it's on Amazon it's on, Prime, uh, no, it's on YouTube it. Red. 
What? So you got to go and watch. You got to go and pay to watch it. It's on the YouTube TV channel. Oh, I don't so, know how to uh, do that. Let's have a look at his updated profile. It's on a torrent anywhere. Oh, you put bong on. Yeah, it's changed. Unnoticed it. patron of Ian Bolsworth. I've not unnoticed yet. I can't. I presume you're not the only Jonathan on my Patreon. True, true. And I need to see more details. But if you give me more details, I will notice you more. <laughs> yeah, and his Twitter handle isn't one that you go like. It appears he was born in the year six thousand two hundred eighty-seven. Or the oh, 6th his pin of February 1987. Oh, yeah, it could be, yeah. Could That's be true. Imagine if you put your pin number on your Twitter thing. Like okay, just put weird, some on. <laughs> yeah, let's get the first guest in. Yeah, I'll just pop a song on because she's now on about imagining if you put your pin number on your Twitter handle. <laughs> That's the one, oi. How did he not find a baggie with his hand in my shoe? Way too close for me. I will at least say allowed me through. Sorry, I'm just going to come out of that song because Nat's already interviewing the next guest. Oh, just, sorry. Off, just off air. <laughs> <laughs> just doing it in the studio, so we might as well just do it on air. Let's have uh, a chat about your senders. We're joined now by Johnny Laby. Hello, sir. Hello, mate. You're Johnny right. Labby. Labby, Labby. No, it doesn't really Labby. matter. It doesn't really mate, matter. that's Labby. It's it, it's apparently it French somewhere along the line. It I don't, needs I don't an know. Then. Yeah, maybe mm. it needs. You did just turn then, like the second I said "lady," you, like your eyes went, like you were. Furious. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing that's been happening for a while. I just like to. I just like to. Whenever any interview, just sort <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. just yeah. keep plugging it. I think. Yeah. The, I think the more I plug it, the people will know. Would it? Would it matter if you? It probably would matter, wouldn't it? If you now change it to L A W B Y, then people would definitely say "lady." Then I think my dad would disown me. Uh, that's the problem. Have you thought Is about Le Bay? That's quite Le nice. Bay. Well. Yeah, Le Bay. Yeah. Bay. My friend calls me Janae Le Bay because it nice. just sounds it sounds nice, nice right? Yeah, sounds yeah, totally nice. Sounds bougie. Yeah. Yeah, I like we that. Go for that. So it's Jolly Le Bay from, okay. <laughs> from now onwards. Yeah, yeah. From, now on. <laughs> from now onwards. I'll take that. Le Bay's fine. And what we'll do, we'll listen to all your other press that you do. <laughs> and if anybody doesn't Jump say on it, it right, we'll call in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll play back this bit of footage. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, Nat, you were, carry on with your interview. Oh, Still yeah. So we're talking about EastEnders. Yeah. But you left it years ago. You very was, confidently said to Johnny. You're EastEnders. And he was like, no, I left it said, years So ago. you're in EastEnders? No, yeah. no, no. Well, I, mean, I, I meant, said was, were. Yeah, I said you yeah. were in EastEnders. I was in EastEnders <laughs> two, nearly two years ago. Oh. Two years ago, something. Did you, did you that die? That is ages, that is ages. Of course. You got killed. I think, I think <gasps> if you're no longer in EastEnders, you have to, you have to, no, it's sort no, of like I the rule what? of thumb. No, no. You either move to Barnsley or somewhere. I know or a bit about this. I've got a friend who used to be in EastEnders years ago. He ruined it, in fact. Oh. Um, he was in the Ferrara family. <laughs> um, uh, but... I know a few people who've been in EastEnders, and I know a few people that work in EastEnders, and it's actually considered a, a compliment to be killed. Because hmm. oh, if you're really? killed, yeah, because they only, oh, wow. as a general rule of thumb... Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> no, they will only kill characters who, the, who they feel, the, in, a, in a very generic way, the soap can't survive without. Ooh. So they did it with Martine McCutcheon. That was the first one, that, yeah. where they went, we've just got to kill her. Because I mean, I was only in it for like no, a couple just, of just, years, no, so whether, whether oh, it could survive... I think it was that. I no, think it was yeah. that. They would just put you in a cab, otherwise. That's the other way that you do yeah, it. Yeah, a, a cab, cab or something. But it's yeah, so the yeah. viewer has a uh, sense of closure. Oh, that's I the see. idea. Right. That's why they called right. Dirty Den originally. Yes, yeah. And so the viewer had a oh, sense of closure. Well, I was, I was sort of the the coming out story of Ben Mitchell. Uh, I was I don't know, I don't Phil, know Mitchell. Phil, Phil Mitchell's Phil Mitchell's, son, right? Phil yeah. Mitchell's hard man son yeah. Ben. Um, he was, you know, he was, he was gay. Well, he he is now. Is yeah, 
um, but it was like a coming out story okay. and um, I sort of conveniently arrived on the square as a gay character and sort of Handy. appeared so you were like sort of the bait appeared when you know when and if he need he, that was handy it was it was so it was one of the but yeah. then but then you know you say about closure and stuff yeah it was probably completely opposite to that because just as we got together and everything was like at the peak of its happiness yeah and everything was going well i got killed how did you die did how he did kill you uh, i got beaten up for being gay by phil mitchell no, no, by some random guys. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, I never actually met them. Got a, genuine, got a genuine question about that. Then. So uh, I, I don't know. Um, how do you think? Have you subsequently then um, in EastEnders with your relationship with EastEnders as uh, alumni? That'd be the right word. Yeah, 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 alumni. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. um, when it's a storyline like that, that in- invariably turns into something that is a point of discussion. And I think I read somewhere aren't EastEnders doing a knife? They the have, and the, yeah, they did, and they did it last week. I read, and it was having some real, real life, act, not actors in it. Sorry, from the people giving their that real have stories, lost so that have been affected yeah, by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, um, your lady, forgive me, I can't remember her name. Brooke even. Kinsella. Yeah, Brooke. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Her, her brother, her brother was, Ben, was, was yeah. murdered, wasn't he? Um, so when a storyline like that occurs, do you feel as an actor that you just shut the door on it, or do you feel then duty bound to consider that? Because that's quite a big deal, isn't it? So when a character is killed. And it's something that's a social commentary as well, because that happens sadly in the world, doesn't it? You know, that's, yeah. That's I mean, a uh, uh, Kelly Bright once said <laughs> at the Soap Awards something that's kind of stuck with me ever since. Um, she said, that, you know, that soap soap operas often say and and have a, a bigger voice mm. than most politicians. That's totally true. You yeah. know, on on whatever issue it is, on whatever things that need to be brought to light, you mm. know, because of the amount of people that watch it and you can really educate an audience about something. Sometimes things aren't handled and and are sort of like oh, it, it, are it, sort of twisted for like dramatic so it, dramatic it's, devices. It's a thin line between jumping on a bandwagon or exploiting yeah. the situation. Yeah. But you know, um, my the storyline that you know I served is one that I'm very passionate about as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, I've yeah. got a lot of um, gay friends and yeah. you know. One. John Beck, I know John. Beck. I think I'd have to probably name my one straight mate, to be honest. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, yeah, you um, know. I so I've, I'm, 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 I've always, I've always been very supportive, and the whole love is love thing is, yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. a really powerful message to, 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 to be represented. You know, to be representing because you do feel like you know you've got this whole audience that suddenly start messaging you, you know, writing in asking yeah, for yeah, advice, yeah. you know, well, that's what I think saying I, mean. I watched your yeah, story yeah. and it really helped me come out, you know, to my. I've had so many letters of that, you know, and it's, you know, I played, you know, a considerably minor part in yeah, yeah, yeah. that storyline, but it, people really took to it, and when yeah. when we got together, there was such a celebration because it had been teased for like a year and a half of like are they going to get together are they ever oh, going to okay. get together it was like a year and a half of like Flirting. for god's sake ben just come out yeah. and just be yeah. happy with who you are did your love make ben mitchell nice because he used to be horrible it was a yeah, horrible, yeah. horrible I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I never. Did it I, nev- him for the I didn't really watch it before, and I, I oh kind of stopped. You, um, I stopped. Nuts, I stopped after. Are yeah. you spotting two different interview techniques here? What's <laughs> that? In the studio. Did you notice that? What? I was asking about whether you felt duty bound and beholden to actually enter into the debate, and that asked you. <laughs> 
Did your love make him not horrible? Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes the love of a good man can make you a nicer yeah. person. I'm it's hoping good, you it? did that for Ben. I think so. I think my, I, I played, the, but that's that was the blessing. As also, also, like you know, you can play a character that that no one likes, mm. and ultimately that affects your life, your yeah, own yeah. personal life. Could people start heckling you in supermarkets? Yeah, again, my, my friend that was in his I played, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, right. you can, was you can, oh, and it's shit. all and it's all at the drop of the hat. You know, yeah. like it's the producers would just say, right, we've decided to make you. A rapist. Oh, but his wasn't. And you're like, that. wow, you know, you don't know what that does yeah, yeah, to yeah. your own personal life. Mm. But then I played a really lovable, yeah, nice, whole-rounded character that they actually tried to make everyone love as much as possible. Yeah. But, but so that when I died, guilty. it was like a huge thing. But you'd still have a say in it yourself as an actor. So you'd still. And do you, do you actually sign your life away at the beginning of EastEnders? Or if, if, <laughs> if the producer came to you at and, the end of the day, at you, the end of the know. day, I'm just uh, you know, I, and this is where and this is where soap and just doing normal TV and film jobs or whatever is there is a bit of a grey area because you know you're you're developing with that character course, and it's, yeah. it's constantly changing and you kind of feel like you, it's like your alter ego whereas at the end of the day I'm my job primarily is to just do the best scene of that I, you know I'm presenting with a script mm. my job is to just try and play that as convincingly as possible whether it is I am a gay man mm. or a straight man or a rapist, you know, yeah. if we were going to go down that route. Yeah. And, you know, my job as an actor, and always my job as an actor, is to just portray whatever part it is to the best of my ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I, you try not to get too, you know, involved and just let them make the decisions because it's ultimately not down to me. Do yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, no, course, I get that. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're talking anyway today. Yeah. Really, I really, I like, I like talking about all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I, I really it do. does. It does get I find it really yeah, because people 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 take it really really seriously as well. You know, like people. There's, there's nothing like it though. I, I know no. a few soap actors. Like, more, I think I know more soap actors than just regular actors. If that's even not rude, but. Uh, yeah, it's it really impactful on your life, like yeah. hugely impactful. Do you think it's like that in other countries as well, or is it more in the UK where people really soaps mainly soaps UK really as big thing a deal outside in of yeah? They've got they've got their America, rubble. They they've increased. Well, Australia do. Dallas. Dallas general, a, has a general hospital I think it's called they've got yeah Dallas Dynasty they had hilariously someone when I was doing the Edinburgh Fringe once someone came up to me and went hey I know you and I was like uh, yeah you know I was about to go you know EastEnders you went River City oh that's was like, huge yeah I was like big one yeah um, no but oh kind of yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently I look like someone in a Scottish soap yeah I don't know. no it's really impactful really yeah. impactful. there you go in good and bad ways, but I'm mostly bad from my experience. <laughs> like, it really is. No, being called your character and being called out be on yeah. what you have done that yeah, week yeah, in the yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. And quite viciously yeah. as well, angrily as well. And hilariously, you would have filmed that six weeks ago, so yeah. you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've moved on. Don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's not real. Yeah, and it's not real. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to talk about Strictly Ballroom the Musical. Something which is very real. Yeah. Very real. It's the Basil Luhrmann movie that's I loved the film. Movie. Absolutely yeah. loved it. At the Piccadilly Theatre. Yeah. Isn't that such a beautiful theatre? I really like the I really, really love... My my home theatre, you know, from where I grew up and stuff, is, is very similar to that, so yeah, it's yeah. nice. I feel like I'm sort of very at home there. It's, it's really, really lovely. Bizar- I think I find it bizarrely intimate, the Piccadilly. Mm. Yeah. I, from from sat in the, in the, you know, the yeah. audience, there's something odd that's... Um, about it that it just feels really small and it's not really small mm. but it feels like it's that. about 1200 seats yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not too bad I saw yeah. Rocky Horror there in 1991 <laughs> um, and it's I think one of the best experiences I've ever had in a the theatre I really really enjoyed it in well a, in a the theater. um 
the, the Strictly Ballroom definitely feels at home there. Yeah, it, it's yeah. really nice. It's got a really good vibrancy about it. Um, obviously, from the film, you've got so many, you've got so many things about Baz Luhrmann that people just you know instantly identify with, and they're sort of like there was a lot of questions about how is that going to be put onto the stage okay, and, and I, I, whatever. I've not seen that movie. I've seen uh, Milan Rouge, oh, but I've not seen Strictly Ballroom. He's, he's definitely, you know, Strictly Ballroom was Baz and Craig Pierce, someone okay. that sort of works and has worked with Baz on all of the films. And Craig's actually been in the rehearsal room creating this with us, which okay. is incredible. Um, but they went to college together and Strictly Ballroom was like a 20-minute drama sketch about overcoming oppression right okay. and then it got picked up and they put it in the ballroom world with this with this sort of character barry fife who's very donald trump looking okay and very relevant like, yeah, because yeah, of donald yeah. trump makes yeah. the musical oddly you know when we had the protests the other day and when they came past piccadilly um our character who walks his his first entrance bearing in mind he's wearing like a blue suit he's got a orange fake tan and a yellow wig right. walks down the front and people just it, it just made it seem so topical yeah, to whatever yeah, yeah. was going on he's like the oppressor he's the head of the ballroom world and stuff right, and okay. he's um but yeah they they wrote it as a 20 minute sketch and it got it got put onto film and that was 1993 or 92 i think right yeah um, that's why I've not seen it before I was born. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually I was only, when I was born. I was only a baby. I was only a baby when I can, watch, can I watch the DVD then? Well, that's, really, that's really depressing. That's why you were yeah. born. Oh my god, that's awful. Some, I'm interviewing someone in an adult interview. It was born in the nineties. Yeah, mental. Um, you're deep into it, aren't you? So it started 29th of March. Is it not? Is it ongoing? Yeah, it's full on. I mean, our, our choreographer Drew McConey, um and director, he's 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 done you know in the Heights, very dancey. His background's you know he's an incredible dancer himself. He did um, what's that show? Um, Strictly. No, the other one. Um, so you think you can the dance? Oh, yeah, right, that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Picking him up then, and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What was that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you did. You did that. You did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is just a genius. Uh, he's he's literally like since in the heights, which was sort of like, do you know, in the heights. Have you no. heard of in the heights? What's it's the like heights? a rap musical. It's all done through rap. Ah. It's okay. the same guy that wrote Hamilton. Oh yes, okay. yeah. Um, you know, Drew did that in in London, and since then he's just like his momentum has just gotten more and more, and he's 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 a really exciting guy. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to and what he's done to this show is is incredible. Um, it's really exciting. You're but in it now, right? You're already yeah. in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got a show tonight. Have you? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and tomorrow. Seven pm. And two after I've, that. I've got a show tonight. Have you got I've a show. Got, I've got one tomorrow. <laughs> 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 So just saying, we I'm, I'm, I'm working from home tomorrow. <laughs> Shall I like it? Only yeah. work two days a month. But what? I only work two days a month. I do this two days a month. Two days a month. Every time I leave my house, every night I could work from home. Eight shows a week. Yeah. Matinees. Yeah. Matinees. Wednesday. Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Wednesday. I, st- I, I work from home. I still do work every single day. I right. Can't be around a row. Okay. Um, it's how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the? Because it is like West End, well, any run of anything where it's very intensive like that. Do you smoke, by the way? Can I ask you that question? No, no. I only ask you that because I once was outside TV Centre with one of the dancers from like and they all smoke or something. Yeah, couldn't believe it. Like yeah. proper chugging away, and I was like, "How? How do you? Yeah. How can you smoke? How can you do it?" And he just said, "Because I'm so fit." He, he was like saying, "Because I'm so fit, it literally doesn't matter." 
Oh, wow. I don't know if that knocks off all the other issues of smoking. I was really, I was really <laughs> shocked. Yeah. And he, and, but he was. He, he just said, I just don't feel it at all. Well, well, a, a, dance, a dancer's life is to like late 20s as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. When so, he so, so <laughs> I wish I knew who he was because I can't remember who he was. And he was with a girl that was in one of the soaps. She was his partner in the show. Um, and I can't remember her either. I think she was in Emmerdale or something like that. But mm. um, I, I remember being really shocked that he yeah. was. And it was, they were doing the broadcast, by the way. They were just waiting to go back in there. So we were filming something in one of the other studios, and they were in mm. the big studio. And um, yeah, just chugging away proper. No, never, never have done. And Blue, I yeah. saw um, two, either two or three members of Blue all smoking as well. That's not. There's a lot of pop stars that do. That's not even surprising. Singing, but you, you don't see a lot of singers that do that. You yeah. might be like, oh, okay. Yeah. But they, a lot of them have to try and. I don't know which one hide it, it because obviously they don't want to be papped. It's not good for their fan base to be seen with a cigarette. That was outside TV Center as well, and then yeah, two of them got in a but not, but not also like. We, the our show is slightly different. I mean, it, there's been a sort of like a conversation about it, like whether it's technically a musical mm. or like a, because Will Young, who's currently uh, playing Wally Strand, yeah. who's like our band leader, he sings all the songs. Yeah. Um, he's finishing at the end of this month, and okay. Matt, and Matt Cardle is actually oh, taking yes, over. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. yeah. He's so he starts. X-Factor, he starts. X-Factor, I, know, I know William. He oh, starts thirtieth uh, of July, I think. Yeah. This month. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he sings all the songs. So as characters in a musical, my my track is literally acting and dancing. Right. Which doesn't make it any easier because no, you, have, you have to realise that when you're singing, you can't be dancing. Yeah, yeah. But now true. I don't have that excuse, so it's literally just acting and and dancing. So uh, yeah, it, it does. It does. At, I could probably smoke. Yeah, you're right. But um, maybe don't. Maybe maybe don't. Maybe don't. Now, yeah. maybe don't. No. Do anyone here smoke? <laughs> yeah, let's go get some. No, I don't want to be. Let's, let's make him have a cigarette. This is not the time. <laughs> Johnny LeBay is not starting to no, smoke let's today. Make, let's make Janelle LeBay doesn't yeah. smoke. Not today. And if he does, he smokes Vogues. <laughs> right. right. Listen. Listen. Just right. No. Yeah. No one. No one's listening. <laughs> right. No one's listening. You got your producer saying almost certainly. Right. Let just have just have one cigarette for the end of the interview, right? Just have a you can and I'll allow it. I'll overrule any rules. Let right, have, I mean no, we're not Let him have a cig. No, he doesn't want one. <laughs> have you ever smoked in your life? Uh, house parties. Yeah, okay. Oh, imagine yeah. this is a house party. No, no, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. Have you got any gear? Let's let's no, get. Whoa. No, let's no. get him like. Let's no, get him I smoking. do not. No smoking. Let's make him smoke a joint and then he has to go do uh, show. Well, actually, if you hang around long enough, the show afterwards is a hip hop <laughs> yeah. show. You could almost you know certainly what? get stoned off the rappers. Wow. All you've got to do basically is, is the local one of them windows. If you just walk past outside, yeah, yeah. then it'll, it'll affect yeah. you for a good week. Um, it's been lovely chatting to you, man, and all the best with it. How long are you in it for? Are you, are you contacted um, up ongoing? It's sort of like one of those questions, isn't it? How long's a piece of string, yeah, really? Okay, yeah, um, right. But it's you, um, we're booking, I think, until November, October <laughs> time. Um, and, uh, so you, pretty, you signed up just ongoing to be. A, um, yeah, 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 yeah. As it stands, um, but yeah, we're at the Piccadilly Theatre. Yeah, um, get tickets strictly boring at the musical. Get, get your tickets. Um, Maybe watch the film if you haven't seen it yet. Come maybe come watch yeah. us first and then watch the film. Yeah, it doesn't really matter because it's sort of fine if you don't know the story to yeah. come and see you first. And, and it's hilarious because this is the sort of the, the the thing that we have to sort of remind people is that Strictly Come Dancing was obviously named after yeah, yeah. Strictly Ballroom yes. when it used to just be Come Dancing yeah. back yeah. in the day. Yeah, um, and uh, that was named after the film. Um, but people look at the f- the the musical and think it's another like. 
Flavio and Vincent dance till right, dawn okay, sort yeah. of show. It's not. No, it's, it's, it's like it's like a story. Line. It's based in Australia. It's um, hilarious. It's about this. It's, yeah. it's about this sort of champion ballroom dancer that gets um, sort of confronted by this geek in the class who wants to dance with them. Him and then they sort of over. It's but it's really really funny. Oh, it's introduced very me to a dance called the Hogo Pogo, which was the Bogo Pogo. Yes, yeah, yeah. The the bio bio. Do you have the Australian accent in it? Yeah, we have you to do an Australian, Australian accent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just said it's set in Australia. No, I know, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there's not. I'm a scouser. The thing is, I'm really. I'm going to do the accent. That's actually so not a ridiculous question because there's so many films that are set in countries and none of the cast have the actual accent of whatever country that is. Okay. Sure, any film that Sean Bean's in is going to stick with being a Sheffield, isn't it? That's what he. No, but, not always. but we're all training. Please tell me when is that a different one? We're all training to be a Pan Pacific Grand Prix Open right. and an all-time new Vogue and Latin American champion. That's that's <laughs> like the biggest goal. Yeah, that's, that's like that's the goal. Um, well, look, it's been honestly, it's been really nice. Chat it's been emotional. Th- it's, it's been, been emotional. I've been through, been through. Have a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> God. I mean, I know Johnny that you think that uh, you can do all the dancing and all that, and all the people in this can do all the dancing. But um, watch now, watch now, now, watch her. Watch, watch this dance she's gonna do. Just watch this. Face the boys. You can hear, probably hear Nat giggling because she's just been dancing no, around the studio. No, no, very <laughs> embarrassing. No, well, I was in the video. I'm allowed to dance. Hmm. Imagine if that. Imagine if it came out that you were I that was robot. The robot. In that suit. I'm, I'm forgetting the video. The robot's oh, obviously brilliant. huge, isn't it? A big like tall I robot. saw a poster. Big five foot eleven for, robot for Teletubbies Live. Yeah. They're doing a Teletubbies Live show. Great. And I thought. I wondered whether Dave. Um, God, I've had a blank on his name, but his comic. Um, Played Tinky Winky, he got um, sacked originally. Did he? Yeah, he got sacked for having drugs now. Oh, well, he probably. You won't see him in the musical. Pop, he had a drug. What's his second name? Dave. He's really well known. He does loads of costume work. I don't want to say the wrong name. You know, Dave Smith. Normally, you're googling right away. As yeah, soon as but this you normally tell me off to not. Just say do Dave that. Tinky Winky. Yeah, Toby, Dave Thompson. Toby sorry, thank screen, you, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you, Dave Thompson. And also, sorry, Dave, forgot your name. Uh, we're joined now by a, uh, actor or actress. Would you go with? You can go with either. Um, but what would bother. you go with? Because <laughs> with the robot earlier on this one. I used cute. to say actor all the time because it's kind of like a butcher, where you don't say butcheress or you know oh, yeah. a dentress uh, or dentistress. Brona War. Brona. 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 It's Brona. <laughs> no one English can ever say it. No, it's okay. I, I did it deliberately because I asked you how you pronounce your surname, and I thought I'm now going to deliberately do, mispronounce do pronounce her, first her first name. But I kind of think it's important to say actress now because I think we should okay. own it. I think we should own it um, because there is a difference. I'm part of the campaign for equal representation for actresses because there isn't 50 50 at the right. moment. And I think it is kind of important to represent. Okay. So I'm kind of owning the tress Fine. at the moment. Is that the trend in the acting community at the moment? What to say, actress? Yeah, I uh, no, I think people are still very divided. Yeah, <laughs> I think people do it really it makes people some people really angry. It doesn't make me angry at all. I'm just trying to own it, reown the kind sure. of uh, you know the empowerment of of it being a great thing and a good thing, and that there is a difference between male actors and female yeah. actors, and it would be really great that we can get to the stage where there isn't, and that everybody is just uh, sort of on an equal playing field. But it's not mm. like that at the moment. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm kind of owning the trash. So then, when it is. 
I'll well, go back to actor. I'm going to go with actor for everyone. Yeah. Or it could be actress for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Because that's a weird thing I always thought. Yeah. Why I've does always, it have to be the male? Yeah, like, I was always told, yeah. oh, it's actor now. So it's yeah. actor now. And when, yeah. even when I was training back then, that was when it first, I thought, started to happen. Yeah. Where actress was getting dropped and yeah. everyone was an actor. Yeah, it kind of was. It was definitely more actor, like, before. Yeah. But I think there's there's been a lot of change and a lot of shift in the industry and a lot of push for equality now. And I think women are feeling a wee bit more like we can kind of own that and own the difference. And that's yeah. a good thing, a positive thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it should be a new word, that actor An actor Yeah. Acting, or just acting just an agent. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go a, with agent. A pretender. Yeah. Just, yeah. just yeah. someone yeah. who pretends and acts the ball bag. How serious are you about acting? How uh, serious you take oh, it? I mean, it's not very. Like, really not Good. very. Because it's just the thing I love and the only thing I know how to do and love and Jesus there's far too many other things in this world that are serious right. <laughs> people do like, that way people yeah, do take I mean, it proper Jesus, serious relax we're just being giant hot toddlers like yeah, we're yeah. pretending to be somebody else and we're telling a story and there's you know and there's there can be serious issues around that and serious impact but it is you know it's just a bit of crack I'm telling the story and entertaining someone when there's all sorts of bollocks in this world you know yeah. there's enough shite with Trump and May and fucking Brexit yeah, so let's yeah, just yeah. tell a really good story and entertain people and give them a bit of escapism and let's just all wind our necks in a wee bit you know so you're not method then no but I'm conflicted on it because I I tell you what I I would definitely get the arsehole if I was working in an acting scenario with someone who was giving it all the big serious stuff Mm. I would get the arsehole with it however I think there is also a level just above that Mm. which I would find hugely entertaining like a a proper old actor or actress indeed um like proper old school yeah. I would enjoy that yeah yeah. like the Ian McKellens of the uh, world yeah and oh, just, oh like, Callum love, even, yeah. I'd even go like to yeah. Callum oh yeah that Callum yeah. Um, he's a legend but it's different not like you know I think they are such legends and of their time but I just think that with the way things are going and the way things are I just think that there's a lot of very serious shit going on right now mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. and I think it's just really important to have perspective and you know I joke about it and I do, but I do you know I take my job very seriously I, I, you know I'm very committed to what I do and I put a lot of work and thought into it but at the end of the day I am an entertainer and a storyteller mm. that's what my job is and it's not uh, you know it's, you're not changing the world you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, but you might, you might you with might. the story, yeah, yeah, you might. but that's not. You don't have to. You don't have to treat it like you're, you no, know, curing true. cancer. Yeah, yeah. Like sure, when yeah. things get a bit tense on set and people get a bit narky about things, I would always go, "Guys, we're not saving lives. It's you know, it's not heart <laughs> well, surgery." You, you say that, but how long do you leave it till you do that? Do you yeah. not watch it for a bit first? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I again just like it when someone kicks off a bit. Oh my god! Like, I'd, I'd love to work with who's the Batman bloke, Christian, uh, Christian Bale. Bale. I, I'd love to be in that. I'd love to be near that. But I. I always tell jokes to, so like I, I have been witness to some epic meltdowns on set by like will not name oh, names but no, some don't, don't name names but say what they did but epic meltdowns and you kind of my role always in that kind of thing is like I, I like being part of the team and like I'm, I'm very good friends with all the crew and stuff and there's something really massively fraud about watching someone have this massive mm. meltdown but in front of 50 people and you're like I, like there's a part of me where my 
funny like winks where yeah, you're just yeah, like oh my god <laughs> I have to say something I can't I've got to dissipate this energy so I always have to make a joke like I'll watch it for like 30 seconds and go I literally can't I'm dying I'm dying here <laughs> like I've got to say something to just diffuse the yeah. situation but also I don't want to be in his club yeah, like, yeah, or her yeah, club yeah, you're yeah. like you just want to turn to the sound guys and the grips and go dudes like I'm not with her yeah, yeah. like I don't agree with what she's saying like, I'm not that one <laughs> yeah. I'm not that one I'm not yeah. that one. <laughs> isn't it weird though isn't it bizarre that, like you say in, in the entertainment world generally because I could name you probably 50 comics yeah like, yeah. like genuinely probably 50 comics who are known people or have been known people who I've seen act like absolute I've dicks. I've got to say, so have I. I used to date a stand-up comic and he was the most <laughs> unfunny man. No, I can't oh say. Oh, God. <laughs> right, right, right. Go you, to a song. I, I want to know names. I swear I will not. I, tell I, anyone. I, I, I said not, I swear. <laughs> but you write it down so I know now. <laughs> you, you won't know him. He's Irish, but... Uh, oh, I like he, that. You won't know him. Irish. Irish. <laughs> but he's so... Oh. Uh, he just was not funny at okay. all and was a dick. Like, I actually can't write it down now because he was a dick. Okay. Why can't you I really wouldn't say it. Because he's still... Out there and he's still doing stuff, but like he just oh, wasn't. I, I would know but him. he just—it it was really funny. It's like, dude, take it easy, like relax, you yeah. know. And I—I I don't know. It's—it's it's a funny thing because I have quite a few friends that are stand-ups, and I've got a lot of female friends that are stand-ups, and they're Brit. You know, like they do not. Ashley B is a great friend mm-hmm. of mine, and she's fucking class. Yeah, like mm. she doesn't. She just doesn't take herself too seriously. No, but there's, a, but there's also. Again, I, I kind of understand the pressure on certain levels. So I, I understand, mm. not just as a comic, as an actor and as well. And it's because you're, with a, as a comic, you're, you're singular, aren't you? You're there, you've got a lot of pressure. Well, you're, 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 you're consumed with yourself, mm. certainly. Mm. And, I, and I think, I don't, do you know, I don't think I was ever bad or, or I really don't think I was. I don't think I was, I was never a prima donna or anything yeah. like that. Um, but I think as I've got older, I've certainly con- stepped back from it and go, uh-huh. Rit, like somebody asked me the other day if I ever got nervous going on stage, and I actually said to her, I, d- I never cared about it enough. That to much. To to <laughs> like, I really didn't. Like, I never cared yeah. if that room hated me yeah, or not. Yeah. I, I, so why God, would I- that's a very powerful thing. Like, mm. for you not to. So, you know, do you know with well, stand up, that's one of the most. The, the, I would rather take all of my clothes up than have to stand up in front of people and that pressure to make them laugh. Like, mm. it's, I think, especially being Irish, like, I've seen a lot of stand up shows in Belfast. There's a comedy club there. I don't know if you ever played it called The Empire. Uh-huh. And it is renowned <laughs> for heckling. <laughs> Renowned, like yeah, British no. comics come over and they're like, "Oh dear God!" Because the the quick fire banter and the heckling yeah. are, is sometimes funnier than the person standing right. on the stage, yeah. and like it just terrifies me. And the guy who runs that, Jackie Hamilton, he used to be a head of comedy at the BBC in Northern Ireland, and he was trying to get me to do this write this show. I'd written a sketch comedy show, and he was like, "Why don't you try and like try some of the characters out on stage?" And I was like, "Absolutely not! I would have to be mainlining <laughs> Cadman to get up but there and do that." Like, so I could not do that. Here's my counter to that. Mm. As an actress, yes. as an actress, mm. you would be able to act mm. confidence, yeah. and and it's gen- like it's mm. such an old adage, but it's so true. But I'm not up. being myself. Yeah, but, right, yeah, yeah. but you can act to yourself. So mm. if, if you all you've got to put across, yeah, I suppose so. Put across that you know what you're doing, I, yeah. and I've maintain, maintained that in my entire comedy career. I maintain that you've all you've got to do is look like you know what you're doing, <laughs> and you don't care. I think of politicians follow that as no, and you don't care so you've got to actually yeah. literally be able to lo- yeah. look like you're not out of place on a stage yeah. you're not uncomfortable you're not nervous I mean, yeah. some acts will be nervous deliberately to make, as, as a thing mm. but I think if you look cocksure at yourself and I guess borderline arrogant yes. to, to the convention you're, yeah. you're arrogant to what's going on 
Um, I think you sail through. You're, you're sweet. Generally okay. speaking, yeah. You've mm. still got to be good. You've got yeah. to have something you, funny. You've still got to be funny. Yeah, we've got to have something. Yeah, you've still got to win. Yeah, you have to be funny. But right? that, that pulls that's a lot. That, that, that pulls a lot of sway in the room. Mm. Mm. Definitely. I think it does as an actor as well. Yeah, totally you've, got, you've got to walk in and walk the walk and swagger. But you're your bound microwave. to the words. So you're, you're, yeah. you're bound to the storyline and the words mm. as an actor. Mm. So you can't go. As a comic, you can go. Mm, I'm going to take it somewhere else. You can veer off because, script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done that in auditions, though, as well, where I've veered off. You're like, I can see this crumbling. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Leaning Tower piece are crumbling before me. Some so. like that, though, don't they? Yeah. Casting. yeah. Some like Americans you... don't mind it as well. I think they're kind of like, oh, wow, that was so organic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're so fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Snappy. What are we meant to be talking about in this interview? Uh, we're talking about ITV. Very serious. We're talking about ITV's Unforgotten, yeah. which is a drama series that started, the third series started last night on yeah. ITV at 9pm okay. Nicola Walker so you watch this right um, I have seen Matt. the first series because I used to work there used to be a presenter here who who was in the first series was the character but he uh. was the, the, the guy that was dead oh. so it was Harley Harley oh, Sylvester yes. and so he was like I'm in it and I was like oh you're dead okay so that was weird watching that but I have yeah it's it's it's, uh, it's quite serious yeah I, well I'm dead in it oh, as well but well, okay. I play Sorry. identity I am, I am as well I am as well <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an identical twin in it so oh. I play both twins one is the victim and then the surviving sister Um, and that's really bizarre like last night seeing my bones like seeing them do the autopsy and stuff you're just like god that's really dark I haven't yeah it was mad but it was amazing to work with the legend that is Nicola Walker and Sanjeev Bhaskar like I love her and they always say don't meet your heroes but like she was incredible she is the most generous sweet kind team player and a very generous actor she gives Everything like all of my scenes were with her, and she actress. She was she was just brilliant. (laughs) She was so good, and Sanjeev. Like I grew up watching him. You know, it was really he's so funny and just so again such a generous person. So it was it was a real kind of like tick like moment for me. Like of I'm very special, and and it's a really special story. It's 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 actually really. uh, I think it will profoundly touch people in Britain because it's. It's about, you know, I think we all remember a story about a missing child. You know, there's been three or four very high profile cases Mm. over the last sort of 30 years of a high profile child that has gone missing. And, you know, we don't know what has happened. Mm. And uh, I think it speaks to us as a British public um, very much so, you know, but we're looking into the people directly affected by that and the people that it carries on for 15 years. You know, when the news of the world and, you know, the, the Daily Mail and everybody else leaves the front doorstep in the town, that town and that family are left with that for 15, mm. 16 years yeah. a lifetime. It also often comes back as well, these things. Yes. That, and and I, I have a friend who is um, connected to what, what was a high profile one of those situations mm. and he is haunted by it, yeah. like genuinely haunted by it in terms of it can just come up. And, well, uh, do you know, point. in fact, you know what, I'm not going to talk about it because even me doing this now is, is it. Yes. That, that's yeah. exactly it's, it. It's yeah. perpetuating yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and I think as well, it's like not having any peace. Like for me, as part of my research, I read um, Gemma Dowler's book, My Sister Millie, um, and yeah. that's Millie Dowler's mm-hmm. sister. And I find it profoundly uplifting, moving. And because she talked about her sister, the sister that nobody knew, the, yeah. the, 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 the funny, smart, sarcastic, not the witty, skill photo. not the tragedy not yeah. the school photo that we all saw and um, I, I find that that for me was my, my sort of way in of going I, I need to make her and we need to show the whole picture messy and everything all mm. the warts and everything as well mm. but that's what makes someone so wonderful and that it's about keeping that memory alive 
um, and celebrating them as a person and not allowing a family to be defined by a singular tragedy as that's the only thing you know it's it's yeah it was it was incredibly moving to do um and a tough one to do but um i hope everybody enjoyed it and it will be on every single sunday for the next five weeks at 9 p.m on itv it's a big show for itv mm. um and also <laughs> it was on in the world oh, the no, big show. No, and also interesting as well about you i like the fact you're saying keeping it light because i have to mention obviously mm. the fall which yeah. i love because in that spoiler your husband is very much a serial killer yes. so it's like that's yeah. such a dark show yeah. as well with Gillian Anderson and it's Jamie. so weird because when people meet me they're always like god you are so nothing like the characters <laughs> That you play, yeah. you play these these people kind of surrounded by tragedy and darkness and very, you know, the energy is very small and kind of contained. And then I come in this big labradoodle, you know. Well, just, I can imagine on that show, especially because it is incredibly dark. That it's yeah. quite nice having you just being like, oh, it's just been a bit of acting. Like, yeah, just, you know, <laughs> so go home and cry. Yeah. Is that so? Is that so? Tying this all in quite by chance, but is that is that why you would take the tack that we talked about earlier on of being? rather light about it and, and be, do you know what I mean yeah, well, because, because I guess if you're playing parts like that I'm not familiar with any of this work by the way not mm, in a twatty yeah, way yeah, yeah. I, just, I just don't yeah, watch yeah. TV really yeah. um, but, I, I, but I, I know enough about this sort of thing when you play a role like that and mm. when you are around not even playing the role it's not just that it's being around that, that darkness yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and the, the, the setup and obviously the technical side of it is all different but being around that story mm. it, it's almost it may as well be real well and it does profoundly during the at, yeah. the, at the time it you do go to very dark places and I, yeah. I always find it very difficult to shake the person that you've just done like so when I completed um, Unforgotten I said to my agent I have to do something light I, I mm. want to do something comedy so I just shot a, a comedy pilot up in um, Northumberland because I was like I have to rinse this I have to rinse this from me so it can be difficult but I think it's just really important to have that sort of approach because it is storytelling and at the time it's very dark but then it's really important to lift yourself out of it but also you know in the grand scheme of the world we are these tiny tiny little microcosms that are on this you know on this giant planet and there's things for me that matter you know the acting is so important to me and entertainment is so important to me but equally so is my campaigning and things that mm. like injustices in the world like that is something where I'm like I, I don't sleep at night because of that like I, I worry and think oh my god like I inequality and injustice really really upsets me and and kind of makes me not be able to sleep I always feel like I need to be doing more I'm not doing more and I think because of what I do as an actor it's like I feel really flippant and frilly and frivolous like I just need to like I need to make a difference you know it's I feel like that is um my conclusion on that because I would I would relate to that Mm. um but Mike I also want to pull you by the way that you said that you didn't want to be around bleak stuff anymore and then you went to Northumberland. Anik is stunning. Anik it was so beautiful. Um, no, <laughs> I, I think there's a... Um, I think we're at crisis point now mm. in the world. Um, and, I, and I think the shouting isn't working. Yeah. Is yeah. what I think. And I actually... And I don't even know how you implement this. And I, I know I've certainly employed it in my life. Is that I've brought it back to basics... Mm. So I just now go right. Just make sh- make sure that you do everything right. Yeah. So make, do, do you know what I mean? Like, as a, I know what you mean because you can manage that and you yeah, can yeah, handle totally. and you can take responsibility for that. Yeah. And and make if you can make that good and if you can make that as as sort of right as you can, then that has a ripple effect. Yeah. I always say it's really small things. It's tiny things that change change things. You know, you, you're not gonna be able to get there by screaming and shouting on your soapbox, but you can make a difference by but with one small thing. Mm. You know, each one of us 
Toscana. And it's unlikely to be little. a tweet, though, isn't it? Uh, no, it won't like, be a tweet. But, and but you've got people, to get up. But that's the logic people actually employ But that's the problem the of the, the world that we live in at the moment is we've got keyboard war- warriors and, you know, you get people behind their keyboards, you know, for the good and the bad of it. And it's like, but actually it's action. Yeah. And it's small action. It doesn't have to be gigantic action, but it's showing up. You've got to show up for the things that matter to you and the things that you believe in. And if that just means turning up at Parliament Square and just standing in solidarity with other people, if it means knocking on a few jo- doors mm. during the repeal the campaign, mm. then that is what that's a small, tiny part, but that matters. It's getting up off your seat. And a very good friend of mine, Siobhan McSweeney, who plays the, the nun uh, in Sister Michael in Derry Girls, she is a fantastic woman. And she said to me, you know, she said this thing on Facebook two years ago during the, the Women's March, she was like, guys, get off Facebook. Get off Facebook. Get out there. Yeah. Open the door and get out there. And just, you know, vote with your feet. Just show up and do something. Just be part, be present in the world at the moment because it's such a digital world and a social media kind but of But there's world. that difficult part of that, which is that Facebook or Twitter is the place where you monopolise the people to go in the first place. Yeah, you galvanise them to do it. But I, I do also <laughs> think that there's a real, we're at this shifting point at the moment and I can feel it in London as well of like people getting fed up like things and it's going back to that kind of grassroots thing of hearing people down the pub or on the street talking about something and going I'm going to go down to this and you're like what's that when when is it where are you going Mm. okay screw it I'm going to go there too like Mm. you know it feels it's getting more I feel like there's a revolt coming and we are very close and do you not think that's happening on the other side though as well do you not think they're also grassroots do you not think there's also I presume we would fall on the same side yes so do you not think on the other side? Yes, there is, like, like and it's uh, uncovering a very uh, ugly. Tr- it really an is. Ugly like truth. that video that came out was yeah. it yesterday of that fucking geezer, um, and, uh, where he just was. It was a girl that worked for Al. I think it was Al, Jaz- Al Jazeera. She was into him, and she said you're there, uh-huh. and he went, "Oh, you're Muslim." Back to then, and 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 his manner changed. Right. It, I mean, he wasn't Jesus. particularly pleasant anyway. And she went, well, no. And he went, she went, what do you mean? He went, are you fucking stupid? Like, straight away, are you fucking stupid? And then she said something back. Somebody said something from off camera. said, oh, she's winding you up. She's drawing you in. And he got right in her face. Like, he was, and, and forgive me, because I, I would say this flippantly, but I'm saying this seriously, so forgive me for this. Yeah. And, he, and he goes, you're, you're a slag. Like, right Whoa. in her face and walks off. And it's like... And he's since been named and shamed on social media, and his business mm. has been named and shamed, and all this sort of stuff. He runs a restaurant, and, right. and that's that's happened. And I don't know how I feel about that because I, I sort of feel that I don't feel that he should have a happy life at all. No. I don't feel that. But I also think once somebody finds out who he is, what his business is, go on TripAdvisor. Yeah, do this, and like, then, no, these are all the wrong but things that's the to wrong be doing. Way to go. Like, so for me, being from Northern Ireland, I come from conflict. Like of I was course, born, yeah, yeah, born into conflict, and that's all I've ever known. And from where I'm stone from. fucking conflict. And, yeah, as well. and then really moving difficult. to England and being a Northern Irish person in England has remained with conflict. And now that Brexit is happening, we are back in that yeah, sort yeah. of scenario yeah. at the moment. So the, the lessons that I feel like I've learned personally is that the only way that you can handle things. Because I used to be a very angry teenager okay. and I had a chip on my shoulder and anybody that said anything to me politically or because of where I was from, I'd be like, Rah! and yeah, it bite yeah, yeah. down their throat. That doesn't change anything and it doesn't move anything forward. The only way you can handle, and this sounds really wanky and I don't mean it to sound wanky, but my auntie always says, throw love a conflict and Jesus, she's been through it. And for somebody like that to be able to say that kind of thing, you just go, wow, that is a huge statement to make. And she's like, it's the only way things will ever change. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. ever is to try and treat things with with uh, kind of understanding to try and understand uh, um, you know uh, with for me with the DUP being in bed with the Tories at the moment instead of being angry with them like I, I approached the BBC because I wanted to do a documentary and I wanted to go and live with someone from the DUP because right. I go I, I want to know whether yeah, my, yeah. my parents are gay and they believe that they shouldn't be allowed to get married in Northern Ireland. It's illegal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but instead of shouting someone down and going, you're wrong, and this is inequality, and it's, you know, love is a human right, and all that stuff, it's like, why don't we understand where the fears come from? I mm. need to know where your fear comes from. That man who treated that woman that way, who was Muslim, I want to know where his fear comes from. What mm. is your fear? Because when we can break that fear down into tangible pieces and try and understand that, and then show you that there's nothing to be frightened of, mm. that's how we'll move forward you know rather than than stepping the fear level up and then it just becomes conflict which is how it is or has been in my country yeah. you know I mean I mean to, to what extent do you think the issue oh that the, there is an existing issue because I think there is mm. which, which is just some of these people are just cunts yeah but the bottom line is they're just nasty cunts we so, have so, that. And, and they have and, and that's certainly in, in Ireland as well that, yeah. was, that was certainly the situation where um, the, the entire uh, I don't even like saying troubles is such a stupid word for it but, yeah. Yeah, but, but do you know what I mean that, that, that fucking war that period yeah, yes. that, that, that war was uh, eye for an eye for so, yeah, for for so, so long. long and then and for all the criticism of, of the government and stuff at that time and that but the Northern Ireland peace process was completely in line with what you just mm, said there mm. was, was completely like look just stop for just a fucking stop. minute exactly and let's try right. and understand you needed someone in the middle ground to Tot- go totally and it's a thing very close to me as well because mm. I, I was I had a th- my family were affected by an IRA mm. bomb and, mm. and it um it, it, that the, the peace process, the, the start of the peace process, I found very difficult because mm. I was still very angry, angry. about it, and, and I was still sort of like, and I saw the father of the lad who died. It was Colin mm. Parry. Tim Parry is someone's yeah. my brother's best friend, yeah. and um, Colin was quite instrumental, I think, in sparking the peace process because yeah. his son had been killed. Absolutely, and he. Again, for whatever criticism people want to throw at him, he certainly he swallowed some stuff there. Oh like, God. like he really did to, to, to be able to go. Well, I'm not going to get angry that they're releasing. But prisoners that's how or you the, move you know, forward. Yeah, we can't change. That. We cannot. Yeah. We can never bring his son back. We can never bring back anybody from either side of the argument uh, or, or the conflict and the divide. But what you can do is for someone like him to be able to have the huge generosity, love and yeah, understanding yeah. to go. I mean, it gives me goosebumps thinking about yeah, it. And same, I come same. from the, yeah. you know, an, another side of it, but it's about being human and compassion yeah. and going, this man lost his son, but if he continues to push the anger and, and, and perpetuate that fear and that anger, then it will never end. It will never end. And somebody like him to have that, that huge step of yeah. going, we, we've got to change this. And like you said, you have to swallow a lot of things. You really I think do, we need though, to do yeah. that here in London now. And but London's doing that and we're being brilliant as a city mm. pulling together and people going I'm not frightened I will not be forced but, to be frightened but how does that coexist with if some of them are just nasty cunts so, so how does that because those people aren't you, you're not going to speak compassion to those people it's not going to work yeah you just have to I, I throw love at them you do when you throw love at people that are not very nice it confuses them yeah 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 <laughs> it no does. it really does doesn't it yeah kill them with kindness kill yeah, them it t- with it kindness totally it's the only thing you can do what's it call your programme again <laughs> It's been a lovely out. What a nice chat. And oh, thank you so thank much for coming in. Thank you and for having me. Best guys. of luck with it. Thank and you. Yeah, I, f- I feel like you're, you're 
meant for better things than accent. Oh, thank you. Can I just say as well to anybody listening in London, anyone listening in London that disagrees with the fact that gay people cannot get married in Northern Ireland, Theresa May has the power to change it. So please do write to your MP, contact them, phone them. Uh, They have the power to legalise abortion and also make equal marriage a thing. So just wanted to say that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 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 Do you know what was hard about that then? Was I had about 20 things that I was going to say? And I thought, thought, no, just let her have a sincere moment. Don't undercut this with a a shit joke. (laughs) You can make shit jokes. No, but I I actually had to, like, I felt like I was physically stopping myself. Oh, (laughs) bless Which rarely happens, I have to say. Very, very rarely. Thanks ever so much. Thanks, guys. Have a belter of a day. You too, mate. (laughs) Hey, girls. Hey, boys. Superstar DJs. Here we go! At what point do you think mm-hmm. that the Chemical Brothers are in their studio and they go, nah, do, do another four minutes of that. <laughs> just, so, what, well, just what you're doing now, that noise. Just, just do, continue do that. it for another four. I reckon for four more minutes, I reckon That's it needs enough. that. I think that works, but I was like, well, we've had enough of the song now, so come out. Yeah. But again, do you know what That's I mean? It's a good song, I really like but it. How do they make, I presume there must be an artistic choice in there somewhere sure. where they go, no, we need another 40 seconds of, of exactly the same noise. I guess, yeah. How do you decide that? So no, three minutes isn't enough. You need a good four. It's weird, isn't it? We're joined now by Jonathan Coy. Hey, Jonathan. Hello, Ian. How are you? All right. All right, mate. Thank you. Um, what do you think? As, a, as an artiste? Yeah. <laughs> actually, are you creative? Are you creative yourself? Because uh, some artists aren't creative. They're just vessels for the... That's me. That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I was going to ask him what you would have done with music. I, I, I would have stopped that one earlier. Yeah, exactly. That's for sure. yeah. You'd have yeah. gone and said, look, we, we haven't got an album here. No. <laughs> We've got one track at best. Yeah. And then I hope they fade the song as well as they go, I don't know how to end it either. Proper fade on, that's that done. Did that have a fade? I bet it does. I bet I, it does. That was my fade then. That was my. Yeah, it was a nice fade. I made an artistic choice no. there to fade it out. <laughs> Creative. <laughs> I'm not knocking the Chemical Brothers. No, I like them. I actually really brothers? do like them. No, they're not brothers, no. Oh, again, there we go. More of their it's lies. lies. <laughs> um, so we're going to be chatting, Jonathan, about uh, Duet for One, yeah. which is a tour that you shall be performing in. Is it Belinda Lang as well? Belinda Lang and me. That's just, all right, isn't just it? Just the two of us, yeah. I just yeah. saw on your CV, by the way, I can ask you this, that you're in Black Comedy? Yep. Was that Schaefer's Black Comedy, that yep. one? Who did you play in that? Uh, the old colonel who oh, goes over the back of the chair. I played Harold Goringe in it once. Oh, very good. When I was, I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> and I played it. It's brilliant, isn't it? it it's, it's really fantastic. Yeah. But do you know Black Comedy now? No, I don't. Um, see if you can guess what the premise is. Actually, don't guess. I'll it's, just tell it's you. It's comedy, but about a very dark subject. No. no. Well, okay. it's, it's about well, a dark I subject. Wonder, yeah. Right, okay. So I was right, but it's not a comedy. It is a comedy. Right, so I was right then. <laughs> no, not really. What's it about? Tell See me. if you can work out the premise. It uses a very ingenious de- device, very simple ingenious device. For just from the words black comedy, you yeah. want to work out the device, yeah, the ingenious one. That. They kill off the main character immediately. He got the idea from Japanese theatre, didn't he? Is that true? Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't. That know. doesn't help. Do you want to tell me what black comedy is? Like, what? What was it? A TV show? No, it's a play. Theater. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's play. By <laughs> by Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. Peter Schaefer. Right, okay. No, yeah. please tell me what it's about now. I need to know. Um, it's all set in the dark. The whole thing ah, is set in the dark. Ah, okay. But it's not in the dark. Starts the with the lights off, yeah. I, but the stage is pitch black. And then there's a, a fuse in the flat and all the stage lights go on, but all the characters in the flat are in pitch black. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, yes. So when in, within the play, the story of the play, when it's light... It's pitch black on stage, and when it's dark, 
it's bright on stage. Okay, yeah. So you do a lot of acting. Yeah, that you bumping can't into see. each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. It's a fast. Yeah. Did you not get it from when he said the one that ends up over the sofa? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that play. It's a brilliant, brilliant play. But yeah. I, I seem to recall playing it, and I was directed to play it that way. Like, probably wouldn't be acceptable now how I played Harold Gorringe. I, I don't know how far you went. Ian, pretty far. <laughs> yeah, pretty far. It was proper. He was a camp. Camp Very guy camp, in yeah. the sort of uh, Kenneth Williams era yeah. of campness, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Plus that. Yeah. In how I played it anyway. But I was directed that way. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'd forgot all about it until I read it there. I went, oh my God, I was in that once. Um, but we'll talk about Dread for One. So, um, have you started already? I know. No. Nope, 28th nope. of August you start at yep. the Oxford Playhouse. Yeah. So what happens in Dread for One? Dread for One is about this... Uh, hugely gifted uh, concert violinist who's a big star who uh, has uh, contracted a, a disabling illness which means she'll never be able to to perform again and her husband chooses this psychiatrist who's me um, for her to go and see to try and help her through this crisis in her life which she uh, she resists initially and um, it's rather kind of sarcastic with him and rather witty and funny in her, in her blocking of him but he's determined to uh, see through all that and get her through this crisis and uh, it's sort of a, a, a fencing match between the two of them over a okay. the period of time yeah, yeah. so is it like a, just a, is it essentially a long duologue yeah it's it's six separate scenes just the two of us yeah yeah so just you and Belinda Lang on stage full stop all night yeah yeah, that's um, that's weight in it, really. Yeah, it is, but it's sort of, as I say, it's a sort of a, a back and forth kind of duel yeah. to it, and uh, there's a lot of passion in where both of them come from. He's sort of hiding his passion behind his professionalism, and she's hiding her distress behind her sort of sarcasm. And um, okay, but he's yeah, he's not he's not a he's not a kind of. Uh, laid-back therapist type he's a he's a clinical psychiatrist so he's quite challenging of her yeah makes her kind of address uh, everything about her life really to help her get through it so when you tour um in this in this sort of scenario when it when it is a tour because it's because you're in oxford first of all from 20th august to 1st september then you go straight to theater cluid which i think is my favorite theater in the world i've not been there yet i'm looking Have forward you not? yeah no it's Wonderful, yeah. like it really is. I really, really, well, I used to go there when I was doing drama studies back in the day. That's where we'd always get taken because I was from the northwest. All oh, right, and theatre clue is is quite handy, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. You know, just yeah. there. Um, it's really lovely and it's really well run. This is my memory of it anyway. I've done the other comedy gig there as well. I've done the gig there as well as just doing comedy. But there's something very gentle and calming about Theatre Cluid that I think, if, and it feels very locally supported. All oh, right, brilliant. Which yeah. a lot of places want to be but aren't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's by the by. Uh, then Salisbury Playhouse, you're in, and then Darlington Hippodrome, Grand Theatre Wolverhampton. So when you're doing, so it's quite an intensive month. That is a proper tour, isn't it? That's a tour of like yeah. a week and a week and a week and a week. Exactly. Yeah. So how how does that intensity, and, and with the added, I presume anyway, the added intensity of being two people having conversations, I presume you will also be seeing in real life <laughs> yeah. and having conversations with yeah, you as well. I would guess so. That's like, cause you, like, you and Belinda could end up married by the end, really. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean, though? It's yeah. an, I find uh, that an interesting in an yeah. actor's life. I find it interesting that you 
Um, like how many good friends do, have we all made on jobs that you then never speak to again or until the next time, which could be 10 years? Well, that's, that's one of the, the, the good things, isn't it? Yeah, you, 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 you can pick up, you know, don't see anyone for two years, pick up where you left off. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, Belinda and I have known each other since our kind of early 20s. Oh, okay. I went out with a, a friend of hers when I was about 24. This is what, <laughs> this is what yeah. we're going to do. Lovely, okay. Let's get rid of that press release. Go on, then. What, so, did she uh, set you up or not? Uh, no, 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 no. Did you run off with Belinda or not? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, we've known each other through uh, certain several marriages probably you know so really? yeah, okay. we, we won't end up getting married so that's all right <laughs> no but, i wonder uh, do you have a partner I, I have a wife thank oh, you okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. that does put a partner's all encompassing isn't it yeah. you have a wife uh, how long have you been my wife for uh, 26 years oh, that's probably going to carry yeah. on isn't it? So i think yeah. that sounds like a long one sounds like a long one <laughs> oh. uh, uh, text belinda and tell her i tried <laughs> 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 she's got a partner too yeah, yeah okay some years. yeah okay yeah um no i i do i find it um Again, there's been kind of a theme to the show, I think, about the attitude to the job of acting and the attitude to um, how bizarre it is, like, uh, as a thing, really. You know, <laughs> you know it really yeah, is, it though, is. isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's such yeah. an odd thing. And I think you can get consumed with it, and you can take it seriously, and you're entitled to take it seriously if you want to, but it's, it's, it's slightly... Um, that, that that situation there, that month, like to like the Edinburgh Fringe, isn't it? It's, it's an unnatural situa- situation to be in. And I just wonder how you... Are you just like an old hand with that now? Can you just deal with that, or is it still... I don't know. I mean, I don't like touring very much because I don't like being away from home. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. but, but I do like, uh, you know, through the job, I've seen sort of every corner of this country. And yeah. Some bits abroad too. Someone once said to me, "Seen the world, never bought a ticket." And there's, right. that's not entirely a lie. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, also, I, you know, I love this country and I love knowing all the various bits of it. You know, yeah. which I've, I've done through touring. Yeah, yeah. And do you think there is a difference? Do you actually think there is a difference in audiences geographically? People say that, don't they? I don't know. I, think, I don't think there is. No, I don't. If you're doing, if what you're doing is good, people respond to it, and if what yeah. you're doing is not good, you get the bird. You know. Um, yeah. I think London audiences, actually West End audiences, I think, are different and possibly the least satisfactory because that know. might be because they are um, they're not from the place that they are. Yeah. So, yeah. so as in, it'll be predominantly tourists, I guess. The West yeah, End is a lot big, of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's too many different like, people from different places. Yeah. But then again, the argument of them being different audiences at different places would then fall flat because then they must be different audiences mm. from different places. So you can't have it both ways. No. I can't anyway. But you uh, can because you never committed fully to it. All right, okay, fine. <laughs> to the premise. Um, I've never bought that. I actually agree with what you said. That well, I, you, I, you'd know better than me doing... Stand up, yeah, you know. possibly. Well, well, no, well, but you, you've possibly been more places than me. In how old are you? Sixty-five. Okay, so I'm twenty-four. Yeah. So, so you probably have been more places. You than look me. younger on radio. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I know, and I've got. I think I've got a very young voice yeah. as well. Yeah. I think I sometimes would pass for nineteen on this show. You get ID yeah. quite a lot, don't I you? Get yeah. ID all constantly. the time, all yeah. the time. For six, I don't even yeah. want them. I just like to, I just like the feeling. Just, yeah. yeah, I like the feeling of it. <laughs> Um, no, I, I I find that an interesting. It's well, it's been a dressing room discussion many times anyway. That do I you do. change? Do you change your material? I've you stopped go? doing it. I've passed in. Doing? Yeah, I've passed right. in. But um, uh, no, I've ne- I never changed. What I'd, I always came from the school of thought of make them come to you, don't go to them. Right. As a stand-up, so yeah. you go out, which I think is perhaps tied into acting as well. Because acting, you just you get what you're given with acting. Don't you? That's the same show every night. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, was do- I was doing. Um, uh, I mean, I suppose with you, with stand up audiences, kind of follow 
the comics they like too, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I was doing a um, uh, recording a radio series uh, called Gloomsbury last week, and they had uh, in the next door studio there was a bunch of comics doing that sky comedy thing where it's a uh, film of you know real footage of the political events of the day. Okay. And they, they, oh, they, 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 the mass report or something, is it called? That, no, no. That wasn't a, the week. The daily, that was mock, I don't know, mock the week. That wasn't the week. I think, or I, think, I, think I saw an advert for it. It's, well, they, do they revoice things? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. yeah, yeah, and I was chatting to some of the comics there, and there's one guy, Matt Ford, if you yeah, ever come Ford, across yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was very interesting, and he obviously, his pitch is a kind of political pitch, isn't well, yeah, it? I, I'd argue that Matt isn't a natural comic at all. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even mean that in a disrespectful way. I'd argue that Matt's a politician. Like, I really would. Right. And he was... He, he worked in... I think he worked in the Blair government, I think he worked. He certainly in. worked for the Labour Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, he was... Um, I know Alan Johnson was a, a, yeah. a friend of his. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he has friends throughout politics, you know, like right. from all parties, I think, you know, because he, cause he interviews a lot of people and stuff. Um, he's certainly got his own very strong political opinions, as most people have, but... I would argue that Matt's not a natural comic. I don't no. think he's a natural comic at all. I think he's a, I think he's a funny bloke and he has funny ideas. Yeah. But I think he's found his exact correct niche now in, in what he should do, which most comics probably don't. Yeah. They still want to go, I want to be like that person. I'm going to be like Michael McIntyre. I'm going to be like whoever. And it's like, well, then you're not finding your own actual niche. And I think Matt's found that, but it's perhaps not what he thought it was originally. Right. He used to do impressions and stuff quite a lot as well. well so I think he so does, was he doing voices on I that? On this show he does, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's good at that. Yeah. He's good at that, yeah, yeah. But that's the most important thing for anyone, isn't it? To find their own voice, you know. It's hard, though. I think as an actor, when you start out, you know. Yeah. I think I was probably trying to impersonate Peter O'Toole or yeah, Ian yeah, McKellen or yeah. something. But you could have picked, a, you could have picked worse people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you could do an half-decent McKellen, then you're doing well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah. that's an interesting thing, that. So how long... So how long how long have you been arts for? When did you start being arts? When I was 21. You just started yeah. yesterday yeah. at the bat. And yeah. did you tr- I presume you trained. I was... Uh, Without voice. In a thing... No, not written. No. I did was in not? a thing called the National Youth Theatre for okay, years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I went to university, in fact, um, and came out straight after university. So okay. I didn't... I'd, I'd had enough of being a student. Oh, so that's quite cool, yeah. then. But you couldn't... I don't know whether you still can or not. Um, you certainly could then, because you then went off to rep, which is kind of where I met Belinda, you know? Yeah. We and rep still does exist in a sense. Not really. You go off and you do a play here and a play there, maybe. But like my first, my first job was a six-month contract doing three plays. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we had someone in recently, didn't we? Have this discussion about rep recently. Somebody came in and I said, "Oh, so that's rep then?" And he went, "Yeah." Uh, yeah, yes, we did. I can't remember. It's who probably the not. Is, it, but yeah. it's, it's not what. But it not was, what they used to be. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's what they know as rep now, because that's when they've known it. No, I remember being surprised because I no. went, "You've just described rep <laughs> to me." <laughs> but I mean, it was the, the thing about the great thing about it was a kind of training on the job. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, uh, and yeah, I've done probably hundreds of plays and. My my thirty two year old son's an actor, and my nineteen year old daughter's also an, an actor, and my thirty five year old daughter's married to an actor. So uh, but, people and, you know, learn. Oh, like, nobody uh, learns, no, do they? No, no. no. <laughs> Why, what, where did I go it's wrong? It's there in front yeah, of you. Yeah, Why, yeah, how yeah, would you not yeah, learn? Yeah. But I mean, I'll you know they'll never do as many have a man, as many chances no, no, no. to have a go at something that yeah, I've yeah. had. You know, out of the out of the way of anyone seeing much. But of then it, again, you know? they'll get chances in different. The, you know the way things develop, sure. they'll get chances in different ways. Sure. That, you know, to, to what you experience, but you can still catch that wave. Maybe, yeah. It's, never, it's never too late. It's is not, it? though, is yeah. it? You're you, right. got to, you kind of got to hit the ground running now, yeah, though, yeah. haven't you? Which uh, my my son's 
my generation, everyone kind of got started, and then there was a, a cull along the line. But some people, my, my, some of my son's contemporaries from drama school ten years ago, kind of never got started yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. You know, but I think um, fuck that. Like, I, I actually think that it's it's turning back the other way now. Not just in our time, I mean, I think in the world. I think there's... And I've got nothing to back this up with. It's a feeling. It's just a feeling. I think things are coming back round again. So I think you will see a diminishing amount of 10-second clips online as being what everyone likes. I think people will start craving, I want to watch something longer. Yeah. I, want to, I want to see something long form. I want to read a book. I want to do... Do you know what I mean? I, I want... Um, with my career, I want to take my time. I want to learn. I don't want to be ready, styled, groomed at 20 years of age and you know, in comedy, fit for TV at that point. I yeah. think that has to explode because all that happens, I think, and again, I'm speaking predominantly about comedy, all that happens is it becomes just very generic because it can't be anything else. It can't have any sort of specialness to it at all because you're following a, a very specific pattern. Yeah. You're going, okay, you need to wear this, do this, talk about this, blur, you're in. Yeah. Um, and, and then um, it can chew you up and spit you out, can't and it? Do, and does, yeah. like, like, absolutely does to plenty of people. But I think that there'll be enough warning signs from that that it will go back to people finding their way and, and mm. taking their time. And I, th- I think that would be true. It's depressing, that, do you know what I think? To actually be ready, hosed and ready at 20. Yeah, in any in any career, that's and insane. Got, what, what's your journey? At, gone at twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? What's yeah, your journey? Yeah. Um, so I kind of like the idea of things like rep coming back, and I kind of like the idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm certainly not advocating. You know, it was better in my day and all that. It was though. Bull. I don't know that it was. You it know. definitely was. Just food wasn't as nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was yeah. because people had a, had a journey then, and they had yeah. you know. You be, you're obviously the product now of your past, as is everybody. So, I was told early on it, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. But yeah. I think kids today have to think it's a bit of a sprint, you know, just to get going. I don't know. Only because people agree to that. Yeah, that's the, Yeah, I really do think that. I genuinely do think that. I, only because somebody somewhere has set it in motion and has gone, this is what it is now. Industry executives or theatre owners or theatre company owners and that have, have, have adhered to it and gone along with it so ergo that has to be what it is mm. but I think if people start going no that's not how we do it then I have this problem with comedy all the time where like just fucking just don't do it mm. just say you won't do it don't go on that show where they're asking you to do that thing just don't do it but yeah, and I suppose well, you've got to be smart, haven't you? And you, you, you've got to not be too greedy either. Yeah, either, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I, let's hope you're right. Yeah, because then you've got to think about what else you're going to do at twenty-five. Exactly. You know, that's depressing. Isn't it though? <laughs> it's mental. <laughs> it makes me genuinely angry in real life. Though. It does, and short form stuff makes me really angry. And books that thin make yeah. me really yeah. angry. They really do, and that, that idea that novellos. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't mind if it's a, if it's a conceit. So if it's if it's different to the norm, you go, yeah, no, this is a short story, whatever. That's yeah. fine, but not when it's been written that thin or, or the program's that short because someone in a meeting somewhere has gone, no, people won't watch for that long. Yeah, it's like no, no, they will. It's just you're training them not to at the moment. That's kind of happening on television, isn't it? You know, like the long forms coming back. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Ninety yeah. minutes isn't enough anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people yeah. want to get ten hours out yeah. of things. You know. But it's all, pre- it's all because of 
the horrible truth in television is it's all to do with adverts. It's all to do with how many, how many adverts can you put into an hour slot nowadays? Can we have a bit longer? You know. Yeah, but the subscription channels are defeating that. Absolutely, aren't they? absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. so that premise, yeah, would appear to be sound. Yeah, you've got it. On so they were wrong in all them. Got it on the notes. Yes, yeah, yeah, they were totally wrong. There we go. I, I will now back your play. <laughs> um, how long do you, how long is dreadful one? Uh, in in plain in time, length, yeah, um, yeah. I've not done it yet, so I can't tell you. Have a guess. It will come in fifty minutes each way. Let's yeah, yeah, say. yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, be, it'll be a proper play. Eh? Yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah, proper. yeah. Um, how lovely then. Well, I, I wish you were on the tour. I'm sorry that you're away from home, but you're going some proper nice places. Absolutely. There. So Looking the Oxford Playhouse is lovely. Yeah. Theatre Clearwood, I can't speak higher of. Salisbury Playhouse, I don't think I know. Let's hope they let us into Salisbury. What's happening oh, there? Oh, yeah, yeah, with the nerve aid and stuff that's been going oh, on. Oh, God, there, is that? Yeah, that's all. We all there on the 10th to the 15th of September. Should be clear so by then. I think it'll be, 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 be all clear by then. It'll be fine by then. Yeah. <laughs> Send someone down the week before to check. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, then Darlington and then the Grand Theatre of Hampton. So it, it runs from the 28th of August right through to the 6th of October, and you can find. Uh, is there an overall website on this? I can't find it. Maybe mm. there isn't. There Sometimes isn't all there the isn't. Press there? Release, no. Right, but, you know what? I'm going to do it all now. Wait, wait, wait. 28th of August, 1st September, Oxford Playhouse. If this is near you, then you just know where you need to go and Google. 3rd to the 8th of September, Theatre Clurid. 10th to the 15th September, Salisbury Playhouse. 17th to the 22nd of September, Darlington Hippodrome. And 2nd to the 6th of October, the Grand Theatre, Wolverhampton. Um, Jonathan, it's been like genuinely lovely to be, like, meeting you in that. Thank and that. And I wish you really well with it. And send our love to Belinda as well. And uh, I mean, don't rule. I mean, I've just, I'm like, just have a little sneaky. <laughs> you know what it's like in digs no one ever needs to know man. Yeah. <laughs> on, on tour and on location doesn't count does it no. it doesn't no, no it totally doesn't different times no. in the Salisbury these days isn't it <laughs> <laughs> so the last guest I was trying to get to start smoking and this one I'm encouraging him to be unfaithful yeah um, I'm not sure I'm cut out for you're this a bad job. man I know right I know I know I, I say it more than other people say it about me Jonathan Coy thanks a lot man thank you It's fine, that's that's enough for a song. Look, you still don't need to, that's it, it's done, it's finished. Look. Doesn't need that. I will tell you when the song should finish. It's the same thing all over again. Mate, we heard you. It's fine. Um have we, had, have we had no tweets? We've had loads. Oh, have we? Sorry. Uh, Casey Barbaric says, Nat, why are you trying to get cheap flights to Croatia? It's a quick Hang walk. A sec. It's a quick walk for you. Mate, I, I saw that from the corner of I my eye. I did too. When Broner was in, and Broner was making a really important like political point and stuff, and it made me laugh, that yep. tweet, and I was like biting my lip to not laugh in her face, because I didn't want to explain. Yeah. It would take too long to explain. And other thing is, the other thing about Nat being really tall, and, that was, and she said she wanted to go to Croatia earlier, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so I just well, swallowed it. Casey says the movie Around the World in 80 Days would have been really short with Nat as the <laughs> lead role. I didn't even read that bit. Is, I got as know. far as it's a quick walk for you. <laughs> What's that there about Red Tube? You can uh, get a Red- one month... Uh, where is it? Where am I? Gone down. Oh, you can get. Uh, Joe says you can get a one month free trial of YouTube Red. That's how Red I watched Tube, it. Red Tube. That's sex, isn't it? Red Tube. No. Is it not? Uh, Kate. Oh, there's Kate. I might do also. that then. I've had my. Do you know how many? Guess how many gigs I'm I've got. That we need to. It's all right. Guess how many gig, uh, gigs I've got on my phone now. Data. Don't know. Don't know. Sixty a month. Okay, great. Uh, Casey Barbaric says here's a reminder of Ian's nickname from Hacker the Dog. Ian Gnomesworth. Ian Gnomesworth. Correct. Correct. Are you Ian Gnomesworth? I don't even understand what that tweet's about. Car Tropa, you have the power to choose. Send Min for fifty. Why, try you, wait, that wait, minutes. why are you reading out spots? <laughs> 
Why are you, you, know you reading a realize, spam tweet actually, as part of the tweets to the show? Can I just say that I didn't realise it was until I was got into it? Um, John Beck says skip. Intergalactic Natalie King, Natalie King, Intergalactic, Top and it's on a picture, which Absolutely is nice, perfect. you know. Lovely, actually. I like that Can one. Print that one out. Um, Laura Lou, I'm still laughing at the drunk octopus observation. To be honest, you look lovely. I don't know what that's it's about. nice, isn't it? What's that about? Uh, it was still what Bronner, Bronner's tweet about saying that she'd been on a, she was, uh, been on a hen night, didn't she? Last oh, night. yeah, she told us that, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. John oh, Charles Maney says, uh, with all this talk of showing love, will Ian find it in his heart to love The Last Jedi? Um, no, basically, I, know, I can tell you what's wrong with The Last Jedi. Uh, if you take all the jokes out of it, it's perfectly accessible as yeah. a film. Okay. Just take all the jokes out. So okay, great. Oh, sorry, you want to do something, don't you? Well, I just wanted, because our intern that works on the show, Will, never really explored really it quick. more. Get in here, Will, now. Uh, it's his birthday on Wednesday. Well, get in there now. Uh, yeah. And um, I've arranged for a karaoke evening for because he asked me to sort it out for him. I just need to know how good he is at karaoke. Yeah. I've so chosed the song. A song I've chosen the you song. You chose the song. And very specifically chosen uh, it as well. I've got the lyrics because only fair because in karaoke you have lyrics. Yeah. But if you if you mess this up, I'm cancelling the karaoke evening, all right? So no problem. Do you know the song, Will? Yeah, I'm, yeah my dad's a rudimental fan, so. You know, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is. Uh, His well, dad's a silver fox. This Shout is out. also. This is setting a dangerous precedent. And by the way, Will. Well, there's a very good chance you'll be in fact let me have a look you know you definitely will um you're gonna actually be just be in the studio on your own closing the show because yeah. thank you to all the guests oh, yeah. and stuff yeah you're but gonna this will now this will show. now take you to the next show which Top is the hip hop really yeah are yeah, we not yeah. even having the yub nubs on let's no, start this oh wow it's gonna be you singing to the end and then sarah's just gonna come in and just carry on with her show yeah okay and don't look at me like that because i'm doing you a favor because she might go do you know what you're brilliant why don't you do the open mic today yeah okay yeah defo should we crack on should we Oh, definitely do started. Do you want to start? Do you want to start? Yeah. start or? I thought it was like a longer intro than this. Well, can you get singing? Uh, can you feel it? Uh, keep going. No, I said it's true. Can you feel the love? Can you feel it too? I can feel it. Uh, yes, well. I can feel it. Good luck with the rest of the show, Will. Yeah. Keep going, Will. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. No, I said it's true. You can feel the love. Can you feel it too? I can feel it. Ah, I can feel it. Ah. You know I said it's true. I can feel the love. Can you feel it too? I can feel it. Ah, I can feel it. Ah, 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 ah. Sax solo this. This this bit is an actual sax solo. I admit I got the sax solo wrong earlier. This is after 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 this bit we we do a little. All right, well. And then John even does weird stuff. I'll be honest, this is terrible. I I, I would I'd be yeah I ha- I'd have to agree with that. Okay. Do you want to sing at some point again? Wait wait for it because John Newman's doing is like can I tell you bit this bit in the song you know. 
because you've got 30 seconds. So it's true. Can you feel it? Love, can you feel it too? I can feel it. Oh. Feel it, I can feel it, I can feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. Yeah, just just improvise it, just because it's not really good singing. I can feel it, I can feel it, I can feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. No, I said it's true. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.